0: Block. 101
1: California, Portland. Attention, broadcasters in the greater Portland area. Your daily show prep begins now.
2: One minute and 15 seconds after the hour of five. in this is the month of July in the year of our Lord, 2009. The year that Michael Jackson says goodbye again and so forth. Uh, it's uh, 503-228-4101 if you would like to be part of today's program, telephonically speaking. 503 503- 228-4101, if you would like to weigh in with your comments, questions, clarifications, kvetches, ruminations, ponderings, musings of an ironic nature, uh, whatever it is you ye may have to share with your brethren uh, on this Tuesday. We're here in beautiful downtown Portland, uh, Oregon. We are alongside uh, Sarah X. Dillon, Tim Riley, and Greg Nibbler. You can email us if you like. It's rick at rickemerson.com. Rick at rickemerson.com. Sarah with an H at kufo.com. Tim at kufo.com. Uh, and Greg Dibbler can be reached at uh, N-I-B-L-E-R-K-U-F-O dot com. Uh, I, I don't even know where to begin. I think Tim was making the observation that anything uh, that we would write, say, prepare, or collate at this point would be outdated within about 15 seconds. Right. So we're going to follow a basic timeline today. Uh, at the, by the way, just for those who are keeping track, the acting mayor of Los Angeles says that Michael Jackson's body will not be showing up at the Staples Center. But who was it that said that the body would be showing up at the Staples Center? There was somebody. So TMZ is claiming, really? Yeah. That's a pretty unimpeachable source. I thought it was somebody less reliable. So is TMZ saying that it'll sort of, it's not going to like spring out of the floor, sort of Bon Jovi Jovi style?
3: You know, the easiest way to do it, if they do it, would be to fly it in
2: (laughs) by a helicopter. Just sort of. Just sort of, it's like trailing behind like one of those uh, advertisements that follows an airplane at and the beach. it by parachute, <laughs> James Bond style. Oh my God, it's Michael Jackson. All right. That's the way I do it anyway. Eh? Well, Tim, would that you ran the world. Uh, we'll be talking to uh, Cena radio correspondent James Roop, who was awake and hating his life even more than normal this morning. Uh, I would imagine he's not probably drinking yet, but I would imagine he is already planning his list of drinks that he will be consuming later on. He's, I think he's been on duty outside the Staples Center since 4 o'clock this morning our time, which means he was probably up at 2. I mean, I'm guessing he hasn't even been to bed since yesterday. So uh, he'll be anchoring CNN Radio's coverage uh, from outside the Staples Center in Los Angeles. We'll be talking to him later on. Dax Holt from TMZ will be joining us. In the uh, 6 o'clock hour today, our good friend uh, Dawn Taylor will be stopping by at uh, 7 a.m. to give her uh, thoughts on the whole situation and to review uh, DVD releases that have come out today. What else is coming up? In other news, I mean, not that everything else is taking a massive backseat to this today. Geek Watch coming up today. Penis Watch coming up today. Monkey Watch coming up today. We never got to the story about the woman who's seducing the kid that she found at the furry meeting. We got that uh, and uh, let us not forget the sorting hat may sort you into the group of people going to see Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince next Monday. Uh, so next Monday, uh, KUFO presents Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. We'll be giving away tickets to that premiere uh, all week, um, this week, including uh, today. So we got that. We and they have a, uh, a we have a uh, KUFO Summer of Rock three pack. We're giving away as well. That is uh, tickets to Crew Fest two, tickets to Stained and Shine Down, and tickets to the uh, Pedal to the Metal tour featuring Mud. Mudbla- I'm sorry, I get a whole thing going on today. I got the, I got too much spit. So I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna work on that later on. I'm gonna get some sort of an absorbent material and just jam it into the crevasses of my uh, gullet. Hello, Sarah Dillon. How are you on this Tuesday? Grossed out. You know what? <laughs> at least, at least you can speak today. So I mean, I it's not it's like true. it's not like the days, you know, like a total wash or anything. So, no, I
4: went home and rested my voice. And it's back.
2: I would say that you're back to, I would say your voice is at 80% today.
4: That's That's how I'd feel, too. I'm drinking a lot of water, and I drank a bunch of tea yesterday, and it really seemed to help
2: it. So another exciting evening for you. Did you oh. do a whole lot, or were you just at home uh, trying not to lose what remained of your uh, speaking oh, yeah, ability? No, I got home.
4: Did, um, yesterday was one of those days where I just got a lot of stuff accomplished. Like, had to clean up my apartment and everything. Did that, and then went and played a little bit of cornhole with some of my friends. And then went home and went to where bed. Where do
2: the kids play cornhole these days?
4: Oh, you can play at many bars all around town.
3: Oh, I thought that was a band. No.
2: Oh, no. No.
4: Cornhole's a a game with beanbags and um, like a wooden board with a hole cut in it. Cornhole's the
2: exciting Jonathan (laughs) Davis tribute to uh, Courtney Love.
4: It's very fun. You can um, make endless cornhole jokes while you're playing cornhole as well. Excellent.
2: Uh, let's see. It seems like we had something else coming out today, but it, it, frankly, it's all it's a, Michael Jackson
4: all the time. That's Come the on. thing.
2: It's just going to be. I mean, it, it's going to be lost in this massive wash of Jackson news. No,
4: this is genius. Like, is his body going to be there? It's especially,
2: be there. that's the thing. Especially since nobody knows whether his body's going to be there. And you got to figure. I'm just saying. For me, this is just my guess. I am banking. I, I'm saying there's like a two-thirds chance that his body will be there, if only because the acting mayor has every. She has every motivation to lie to the people of Los Angeles and say that his body will not be at the Staples Center because they're already trying to figure out how many people who don't have tickets and don't have anywhere to go once they get there are actually going to show up. So you figure if they know his body is going to be there, you're going to get an even bigger turnout of people who really... I I, I mean, who are just going to be standing outside in the sun. And downtown L.A. is just a yucky place.
4: Oh, It's a hellhole. It is going to be madness.
2: And so, DMZ... I mean, it, it, I don't know that TMZ has any motive to say the body will be there when it won't, but I know that she has a motive to say that it's not going to be there if it is. Oh, and really, nothing would surprise me for the Jackson family at this point. Did I mention that I have Al Sharpton's cell phone number? Have I ever mentioned that? Yes. Yeah. Have
4: you used it yet?
2: No. No. This would be the day to do it. I think no, today you, might be the day. you gotta, yeah, You got to wait until just the right moment. You have to, uh, You have to break the glass on that like a fire extinguisher. You can't just be the, picking up the phone just to ask him where I should go
4: eat. Rick something. Emerson, I think it might be presenting itself today. We'll, we'll see. I, uh, is he spe- is, Je- is,
2: Sharpton, is Sharpton speaking? We should just call it while he's talking. Just get him to answer the phone, like right before he goes on stage.
3: I would imagine he's going to say something.
2: Well, it seems it, it seems like one of those. He seems like a force of nature. It seems like you. It is. Uh, it is not practical to keep Al Sharpton from speaking most of the time. All right, let's uh, pay a visit to the news desk with your personal savior, Tim Ryan. <laughs>
3: in the news with tim riley good morning everybody it is 507 we're expecting some showers today highs in the 60s so the big question will michael jackson be buried at forest lawn well let's start the whole timeline the order that things are going to happen today first six o'clock in less than an hour they're going to start letting the folks into the staples center so that's a long wait so hopefully the bathrooms are clean to begin with and then at 8 o'clock, it's a family service at Forest Lawn. Then there is an allegation that Michael Jackson will be buried after the family service at Forest Lawn. And his body will not be motorcated to the Staples Center. The other rumor is the body will be morticated to the Staples Center. So the acting mayor, where is the real mayor of Los Angeles? He is on vacation in South Africa and refuses to come home. Well, this is a good time to be out of town, I would think. So we have the acting mayor here, and she's also a councilwoman. Uh, first, let me tell you what happened last night. On the eve of Memorial, activity was spotted at Forest Lawn involving many family members. Latoya Jackson was wearing some stylish sunglasses and a tasteful hat. She was seen driving away from the cemetery. Helicopter footage showed a hearse backed up to the Hall of Liberty. That's a, a big white building at Forest Lawn, a circular building. And that contains a 1,200 seat auditorium. That's where the casket was delivered. A few hours later, the casket was reloaded into the hearse and delivered to another nearby building, and it was covered with a blue cloth. So that's the last time the casket was seen.
2: And so there's, a, so I guess the deal is that the Jackson family is at Forest Lawn Cemetery, sort or of. Uh, the, the, sure I, yeah, they're sort of en route, or they're going to be gathering there, or something. And then it says, now this is I'm reading this directly from TMZ. It says. Michael Jackson will create even more pandemonium in death than he did in life, and I'm quoting now. His body will take center stage at Tuesday's public memorial
3: at the Staples Center in downtown Los Angeles. So they're just flat out saying his body will be there. There's going to be a day when Forrest Lawn... uh, Forrest Lawn... A day when TMZ is wrong. Well, I, we'll I, see if today is that day. Oh gosh, I hope not. See, because see, and they're not even sort of laying this on somebody
2: else like they did with that autopsy, which I think they were just reporting whatever the Sun had said. It was the Daily Mail, whoever, some British tabloid had had that first autopsy report. Um, and to TMZ's credit, they didn't say like we are absolutely saying this is the case. I think they just the quoted the Sun as saying his body was riddled with uh, needle holes, which mm-hmm. I think turned out to be. It true, turned out to be in true, any event. Yeah. Yes. Doesn't but there,
4: this seem like a South Park parody of how Michael Jackson's funeral should be? Well, but, but I mean, that's why it seems
2: inevitable. I mean, its I'm not going to say that it's absolutely going to happen, because what do I know? But it, I mean, I can't see him going out any other way. I mean, the really, I hate to say this, but
3: I think this is how Jackson would want it, don't you think? Or ha- have his casket chop from a cannon yeah.
2: <laughs> right into a wall that's four feet away.
4: I really do just see it being <laughs> lowered from the ceiling.
2: Just sort of... It is sort of descending uh, down and then hitting the, uh, just hitting the stage. So, the TMZ's just flat out saying it's the case, which does, I mean, it, it just seems like he should die and be buried as he lived. And, I, you know, he was a guy who was very clearly more comfortable on stage than he was, uh, you know, by himself. So, you know, you figure why not just soak up every moment of that uh, crowd reaction You know, while you camp where they stick you in a hole somewhere. And God Almighty. So
3: here's the acting mayor and Councilwoman Jan Perry saying, everybody relax. It's going to be fine. They've
5: been setting up for the last two days. It looks very organized, a good plan in place. There is a perimeter around the Staples Arena. And for those who do not have tickets, they will not be able to cross that perimeter. So it's a good opportunity for crowd control.
2: You know, I, I'm just I'm looking at these, uh, these messages here on the TMZ side, and it says, I'm glad his body will be there," says uh Emma. Uh, "It'll give everybody a final goodbye. I think it'd be creepy being one of the performers singing on stage next to a dead body though. Just my two th- just my two cents. Which is but I mean, here's why it's not so weird though. It's only weird because it's in the Staples Center. It's not so, I mean, if you think about it, this happens at most funerals, right? You go to a funeral and there's some body in a casket and somebody gets up and they sing a song and they say a thing from the Bible and everybody goes, "Hey, hey, he was my best pal," and then they stick him in a hole. So, this is really just that. It's just that the church is much bigger, and there's Pepsi logos everywhere, so I mean other than, I mean there's really no there's not that much uh, not that much difference. Um, let's see, how about this. As stated before, says just an opinion. I am not an M.J. hater, but out of respect for his fans, I think they should have allowed a public viewing after which a private funeral could be held, just like they did with Elvis. So were you did they let people see Elvis's
3: body? Gee, I don't remember.
2: Has there ever been a non-politician where you could just sort of tromp by and just uh, look and see their old bones sitting in a casket before they uh, before they bury them?
4: I don't know. We've thought about this before. Yeah. See, and I don't think there don't, has been. I'm not sure.
2: And see, I keep wanting to say James Brown, but I think that's wrong.
4: I think uh, his fam—he was paraded around his family, but not around the public.
2: He was paraded around his family. <laughs> he was paraded his family like uh, like madam. All right. Well, in any event, uh, all right. Straight ahead, we have more news from Tim Riley coming up in the six o'clock hour. Dax Holt from TMZ. Don Taylor will be here from Cinematical at 7 o'clock. And Jim Roop from outside the Staples Center uh, later on this morning. We are live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. It is Tuesday morning. This is the Rick Emerson Cavalcade of Whimsy. Stay right there, won't you please?
1: The Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. Broadcasting in
2: ADHD. I've written a letter to daddy. Gay Gay hole. Yeah.
0: This is
1: the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO.
2: Alright. It is the Rick Emerson Radio Program. It's Tuesday morning, and good morning to you. It's 503-228-4101. 503-228-4101. Coming up at uh, 6.20 today, Dax Holt from TMZ. The, the phrase here that, that keeps grabbing me on TMZ where it just says... The body will take center stage at the Staples Center. The coffin will be transported to the Staples Center for what promises to be one of the biggest spectacles in L.A. history. We will be streaming everything as it happens. And so now, but now there's a report, I can't even believe I'm saying things like this. Now there's a report that they actually have a, quote, dummy casket. And that they may be doing some sort of diversionary bait. This will be like when the Beatles had, they were like f- guys in fake beetle wigs who would get in the car and like speed off in one direction so they could get half the crowd gone, and then John and Paul and George would sneak out underneath the gate somewhere and try to get into a separate vehicle. All right, so improbable as it it may sound, I am now saying this out loud. Apparently, there's a decoy Michael Jackson corpse. When do you really get to use that
3: phrase, like in polite conversation? The answer, never,
4: only today. That's a fantastic band name.
3: Tim Riley, do we have more news? Uh, Let's see. I have a spokesman for the Jackson family that's just in. His name is Ken Sunshine, believe it or not. He said the Jackson family is keeping tight-lipped about these specifics about the burial plans. The family wanted to maintain their privacy to the extent that that was possible, so the rumors or the talk about whatever did or did not go on or will would not go on. These would be those issues we're just not going to talk about.
2: Yeah, I have to say, by the way, this is exactly how I want to go out. I want to just in, in death, I want to cause just as much discord and chaos and confusion as is humanly possible. All right, let's uh, pay a visit to the news desk with your personal
3: savior, Tim Wright in the news with tim riley good morning everyone 524 we're gonna have some showers today highs only in the 70s so that is the big mystery whether or not the casket will be brought to the table center or if michael jackson will be buried at forest lawn after the family service which is at eight o'clock this morning
2: but don't you think the jackson family i mean this is just my supposition don't you think the jackson's who are no fools, by the way, uh, despite the fact I mean, they are eccentric, uh, we might say, but they got to realize that, that, that Michael Jackson is sort of their Star Wars, right? It's, the, the whole family empire, financial and otherwise, is just this
3: big inverted pyramid, and it all rests on top of Michael Jackson. I'm just thinking it's kind of like a radius of the Lost Ark thing. They'll open up the casket and they are <laughs> it's beautiful, it's beautiful, don't look!
2: <laughs> and then Al Sharpton melts into a big, yes. a big pile of wax and dust. That was um, just my thought. The uh, uh, now see now, I see now. I'm just. Now I can't get that image out of my head. Is this Jim Roop tied to a pole somewhere, is screaming at uh, you know Amanda Moyer, telling her not to look at Michael Jackson? Um, the but but don't you figure that the but the Jackson family? They I mean they got to know that he's. I mean in death as in life he's the cash cow, right? He's the franchise. He's where all the money comes from. He's where all the money has been coming from forever. And they got to do everything they possibly can to preserve that. And they also must realize that Michael Jackson, part of his whole deal, is this this, this strange quasi-religious effect that he has on people, especially people. It, it seems from other countries, uh, the, the less so oh, yeah, in America. Obsessed. I mean, there's people like that here, but I mean, yeah, you. I mean, that's the thing. You see him travel Asia or some of the European uh, nations, and it. Uh, I mean, it really is like he's just Jesus walking through Calcutta sometimes. So what better way to sort of crystallize that than to have his body at the staple center and just and you know and just have a bunch of his nutcase fans just passing out left and right um i mean that would sort of cement it once and forever i mean that would just that would just guarantee that the money pipeline never gets turned off ever again because they probably all live in fear of having to go get real jobs somewhere because that's not that's not going to work like you latoya is not going to be able to go you know get a, get a gig at office max or something so all right uh here's Tim Riley
3: so anyway uh news of the world which is a British tabloid, put out this never-before-seen video of Michael Jackson being questioned by a lawyer. I have a couple of cuts from that. Oh, this is creepy. I've I've heard parts of this. You may have seen it online. He's being questioned about uh, Macaulay Culkin, among other things. This has never been seen or heard before today.
5: They've been setting up for the last two days. looks very organized. Wait
3: a minute. That is wrong. Let's see here. Let's try another one here.
5: They
0: won't be able to
3: get... Nope, that's wrong, too. Hang on. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. I think I have this. Okay, here we go.
0: Do you know a person by the name of
2: Macaulay Culkin? Yeah.
6: No. That's your answer.
2: So you're going to let him answer questions about Macaulay Sounds like big Cheney.
5: Let him answer that one.
2: To your knowledge, were you ever accused of having sexually molested Macaulay? Oh. That's an instruction
4: not to answer on that one. Now,
2: I mean, why would they ever have asked him that? Was... Did somebody accuse him of, mol- I don't, I'm only asking because I don't oh, know. Oh, you don't remember that? No. Yeah, yeah. Did somebody accuse him of molesting Col- Macaulay Culkin? Mm-hmm. Who? Who would ever, I mean, that's a I weird I know it
4: might have been the Culkin family.
2: Nah, that no, sounds spend- wrong. No, I don't. Because Macaulay Culkin denied it. It may have been the dad.
4: I don't know. I I full on remember that, though.
2: But it, it seems like Macaulay Culkin is the only one who could make that allegation, right? Like, who else could even, who else could allege that? I mean, unless was it, there was somebody else on the bed.
4: Wasn't Macaulay Culkin one of the kids that would stay the night over at Neverland?
2: Well, one of—I mean, that's of not really kids. like an exclusive group or anything. I think that's a—that's a dance card that was full every night. I so, was it? What's it? Is it Kit Culkin? Is that the is that the dad? Because he's kind of a nutcase. He seems—he uh, seems to be he, a little bit of that Michael Lowen. Uh, thing going on. He's uh, he's out of the limelight now, anyway. Who else uh, was it that uh, I guess it was Corey Feldman. He was the other guy where people oh, yeah. kept uh, mm-hmm. they, they kept pressing Corey Feldman
3: about it. and He kept saying, "Well, nothing happened." All right, so all right, so there's that. So in this cut, uh, Michael Jackson says he doesn't bleach his skin and he isn't gay.
1: I'm a black American and I'm proud of it. The bleach skin rumor, which is a rumor, I don't bleach my skin. I'm not gay. He uh, says, and Jesus said to love the children and be like children, be youthful and be innocent and be pure and honorable he was talking to his apostles and they were fighting over who's the greatest among themselves and he said whoever humbled yourself like this child is the greatest among me and he always surrounded himself like with children and that's how i was raised to believe and to be like that and to imitate that
2: Oh, I'm going to miss that guy. I, I hope that they keep finding things like this, sort of buried in vaults, because otherwise I, I it really makes me sad to think that we're not going to get any more sort of
3: nutcase
7: revelations oh,
3: from the Michael Jackson time. camp. I would hope so. Oh, but I what mean... about his ex-wife? She, uh, Debbie, here she is. In this... Get
8: out. Hey, Debbie, are you ready to fight for your kids, you know what? Don't
6: try. Are you don't fight for don't your do
1: not touch me! Don't talk! You Debbie, just
0: Debbie.
6: did! Debbie, don't. Debbie, are you ready? Are, Debbie, you are, you
1: really ready? To are you ready to get your butt kicked? Are you don't fing touch me! Debbie,
6: <laughs> are you willing to take a cash settlement for the, How are the kids? Don't talk! i the kids to you, Debbie! You're gonna take you the kids, right, Debbie? Debbie? Are you ready to fight for your kids, Debbie? You think she's ready to
2: fight? Oh! <laughs> It seems like she could probably body check you pretty significantly oh, too. Yeah. Sort of a he didn't get out of the a duty car kind of a thing and then just coo, elbow right in the throat. All right. She's an unpleasant looking woman just I mean she's got a nose you could cut diamonds with. I mean it's just it's it, I, you expect her to be sort of flying out of a pine tree and picking up rats off the ground. She's a very very um it's like she sort of has she sort of has a head that is a perfect cube but then this then this weird jutty sort of letter opener thing kind of sticking off the front for a those she's the, the, she's very uh, unnerving to look at i mean she sort of seems as though she's going to gouge your eyes out and i think you were the one who mentioned this to him that especially in los angeles i mean and especially somebody who worked in the office of a dermatologist who's you know is kind of like a plastic surgeon I mean, she must be exceptionally skilled at something, because she doesn't really seem like the typical... Uh, loss. She, she does. Yes. See, I was trying to be more circumspect about it. She doesn't seem like the typical nurse that one might see in
3: maybe the tonier sections of Los Angeles, but what do I know? All right. Maybe she's good at filing. That's She could have t- an attempt. It's entirely possible. Uh, So a couple of other local things. I know nobody really cares that much today, but there are other things going on. Leaders in the effort to recall, Mayor Adams say they'll be filing their paperwork today. Now, by law, the chief petitioner has to wait six months from the beginning of the term to go to the city auditor's office to begin that process, and today is that day. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Elsewhere, Lufthansa is ending its Portland or Frankfurt flights. These were nonstop due to the economy. Not enough people are flying to Frankfurt. So uh, those come to an end. Uh, Portland is once again pursuing a bike-sharing program. The city had a system back in the 90s. Is this where I get to share them with meth users, or are going to then share them with the uh, recycling place? Yeah, you throw a few coins in the machine, it comes down to chute. They're uh, researching over 100 bike-sharing programs around the world. The service would offer rentals at docking stations across the city. You pay a fee, and in return, you get a bike.
2: Oh, this isn't going to be... Okay, so this isn't like that that jazz they had last year where it was just like, take a bike, put it back whenever you feel like it. Yeah, and that was a stupid <laughs>
3: thing. <laughs> and they were just gone. I mean, I mean what is this, a wallet grove a <laughs> little house on the prairie full of, I God-fearing folks. You just leave things out in the open. That was, and
2: the great thing about that is we all knew exactly how it would end, right? There's just, no, 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 you'll be able to use them whatever you want. Everybody went, this is retarded. This is going to be gone within an hour. And sure enough, you come back, and there's just a bunch of broken links on the ground, uh, you know, and then... Uh, and, and 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 then just the sound of some spare change being put into some greasy hand somewhere. I
3: mean, it sounds like something ridiculous dreamed up by Reed College.
2: It really does, Jim. All right, straight ahead, we have uh, more news coming up at six twenty. We'll talk to Dax Holt from TMZ, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to whatever extent he can speak on it, I'm gonna press him on this business of Jackson's body just being sort of rolled around on stage as a final sort of wah, wah, uh, to everybody. We are live from beautiful downtown Portland Stay there
1: The Rick Emerson Show On Rock 101 KUFO Putting the
2: cult in pop
1: culture Freedoms
0: Optimus Prime (laughs) I am Megachest The Rick Emerson Show returns
2: Oh by the way Uh, Robert McNamara, there
3: you go, the end. And by the way, uh, China's killing hundreds of people. Is that true? Yeah, that's probably always true. It's a good time to do it, really. Here's the...
2: (laughs) Sorry, that was me just hitting my head into the uh, the microphone. If you are an oppressive dictatorial regime and you've been looking for a time to crack down on some dissidents, uh, today might be the day. I mean, I'm just, I'm not advocating that kind of behavior. I'm just saying from a purely logistical point of view, if you are going to uh, engage in some sort of nefarious behavior, re- really, you could you could find a uh, I mean you could find another day to do. But this is really going to be the uh, the cloak of media uh, that you can operate under today is really going to be uh, ideal. Incidentally, the only reason I know anything about Lufthansa is because that's the airline that gets robbed in Goodfellas. Other than that, I don't know anything about it. Is it what is the deal that it would fly you directly from here to someplace else, Frankfurt, Germany? Is there a lot of demand for that, or a lot of people going to Frankfurt? People thought so. Who were really, who vacationed in Germany? Probably like point. a lot
4: of businessmen, not vacationing but traveling there for business.
2: You're making that up. You don't really know. No, I mean I so. what sort of business would we be I mean do you know a lot of people who still- go to Germany for business?
4: Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people go like across the country for business.
2: I'm suspicious of people who or spend a lot of time world. in Germany. Let me just let me just speak for everybody here. If you spend a lot of time in Germany, or if you find if you seem to be disproportionately into German culture, everyone thinks there's something wrong with you. All right, so you, friend, I'm looking at you right there with the Deutschland flag stuck on your like I don't know, like your uh, like your car, your bag, your laptop, anything. You're that guy. I'm not saying there's something wrong with you, but everybody deeply suspects that you're a Nazi. It's just true. There's no
3: getting around it. We're outside of London, it is the capital of European business. Well, I suppose
2: that's true, Tim, but one can travel electronically now. One doesn't need to get on an airplane. One doesn't need to get, especially um, Lufthansa, which is, isn't that the place that is, it's, isn't that the airline that is way, way down at the end of PDX? You've got to walk like 17 miles to get to it. I don't know. I've never flown Lufthansa. All right. Hey, by the I've way, I'm, flown to Germany before a couple I, times. Just incidentally I'm looking at these TMZ comments here. This says this is uh Donald who says, Hey, I heard the, I heard there'll be a headstone that plays Michael Jackson hits and woo-woos every time you walk by it at Forest Lawn. Um Hey, that's a good question, actually. Is it are they gonna have him at Forest Lawn? I haven't been in Forest Lawn forever. I forget, is that a but that's like a, a f, I was gonna free uh, say a free range free range uh, cemetery, like it was Angus Beef or something, but that's one of those you don't have to have no, like an escort I've, or anything, you can just no, walk I've, through there. I've
3: roamed around on numerous occasions. So is there any sort of a... Uh, I mean, it, just go in, no do have,
2: problem. Do we have any idea what kind of a tombstone or what kind of a headstone he's going to have? No, nobody's sure yet. I mean, we don't know if I it's going like to be... like a
4: Jim Morrison kind of bust thing. Like,
2: like a huge Johnny Ramone thing where it's like nine times normal size, or like a Freddie Mercury statue where he's kind of, you know, holding the microphone on the fist.
3: Although, one interesting thing about Forest Lawn, the last time I was there, Reagan was still alive, but they had already built a crypt area to to uh, bury him there, and Nancy Reagan pulled a fast one by having him buried at the Reagan Library. So I don't know what they did with that construction project after Nancy changed her mind or put her foot down, uh, saying that Ronnie would not be buried there. Sort of
2: Ronald Reagan Mm. show game. Hey, look over there. (laughs) In the ground.
3: Uh, We've got this. um, I mean, it's amazing. Some people's ashes are buried in, like, these little card card drawers that you find in the library.
2: (laughs) This. uh, So we've got somebody... Surely the casket can't be at the memorial. That would just be crazy," <laughs> says this comment, um, followed by, "When do we get to see those photos the cops took of his wiener?" There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I give you the average American uh, posting at. Uh, by the way, that that poster goes by the name of Jay Egar Hoover on TMZ. I love this country. At the news desk, it's your personal savior, Tim Riley.
0: In the news
2: with Tim Riley.
3: Good morning, everyone. It is five forty-six. In a matter of moments, just after 6 o'clock, they're going to start letting the fans into the Staples Center. And they're going to sit there for, what, four hours? Four hours. So they can get a big plate of nachos several times over and a big gulp and sit there. The Michael Jackson Memorial at the Staples Center has proven to be a boom to the local tourism economy. The manager of the Holiday Inn across from the Staples Center said all 195 rooms are booked. And all these visitors could inject about $4 million of much-needed cash into the local economy because people aren't going to L.A. this year for some reason. So, the family service is going to be at 8. The the public service at the Staples Center at 10. The big mystery right now is, what's going to happen with Michael Jackson's body? There are two schools of thought. One from the acting mayor who says, Michael Jackson's going to be buried at Forest Lawn after the family service a little after 8 o'clock. The other one is, Michael Jackson's body will be brought to the Staples Center. Now how they would do that? Well, that's so logistically I'd in my helicopter. So with the, so if the
2: if that indeed does happen. If the actual uh, service at Forest Lawn happens at 8,
3: the Staples Center thing. Where the relative um so where uh, Staples Center is downtown, Forest Lawn is like in Burbank. It's uh Riverside Drive. So and what you, you go up the Hollywood Freeway, once you get to the top of the hill, it sort of levels off, and you can go, it's Barham Boulevard, Riverside or Barham Boulevard that goes into Burbank.
2: Okay, so hey, wait, look at this. So I'm this is from the LA Times. I'm looking at the LA Times here, and the LA Times said, this is today, I'm yeah. quoting now from the LA Times, it says, in an apparent effort to discourage an unmanageable funeral procession, authorities, quote, we're not saying exactly how Jackson's body would be moved from Forest Lawn to the Staples Center, says the Los Angeles Times. So that's
4: a confirmation.
2: Well, it's the L.A. Times saying it's true. Anyway, I mean, for all, I, mean it could be, I guess the, the TMZ could be getting it for the L.A. Times. Well,
4: does the uh, cemetery have the capability to have a helicopter land in it? Do we know that?
2: Tim? Tim? Is there some sort of a uh, a <laughs> well, I mean, you know, hovercraft that could re- reasonably fit into the parking lot? Sure, why not? I... And this, and this, uh, this says uh, uh, says we demand. <laughs> this is no different than Elvis. We all lined up to see Elvis's body. Says this person posting anonymously online. So therefore, it must be true. We demand to see Michael Jackson's body. All right. Well, there you go. So We'll have uh, more information on that. And, and I guess as knows? it becomes available.
3: Who knows the body if they bring one there is going to be the real one.
2: Well, or if they would even open the casket. Like that's the other thing. Don't you think they could just split the difference? It would I mean, be- they
3: could have a casket already backstage. And well, here is Michael Jackson, everybody. <laughs> It could, Bow before the casket <laughs> when he's really being buried at Forest Lawn.
2: It'll be, this will just be like how there was at one point, there's like the two different uh, the two different Gallagher's tour uh, in the country, the Gallagher and Gallagher 2. So it'll be Michael Jackson 1. Well, I mean, look.
4: Now the Washington Post is reporting that his casket will be there.
2: Well, because uh, nobody wants to be last to the party, right? That's the thing. Like nobody wants to nobody be. Nobody knows. Nobody wants to be like CNN, uh, God love them, who are like nine hours late. I mean, CNN had. For all I know, they might not even have acknowledged that he's dead at this point because they were just so unbelievably behind with everything. So I think TMZ, for better or worse, has just started setting the gold standard uh with all of this, and everybody's kind of playing catch up. So I don't think anybody wants to be nobody wants to be the 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 final, uh, you know, the final news outlet to kind of report all of this, so they all gotta just jump on the bandwagon. His body's gonna be there, sure, why not?
4: It almost feels like some giant parody. Doesn't feel like it's actually happening. But
2: really, of all the celebrities on earth, who could you think of that you know to have this ending that it would be more appropriate for? I mean, there's just there's Madonna, nobody. Maybe, maybe, but but and she's that, gonna, she's gonna live. Forever. She'll
4: live forever. Yeah. See, that's the thing. And also, Madonna. She's so mean, and she just <laughs> she'll live on pure hate.
2: And she kind of has this facade of sort of appropriateness that she kind of clings to. Whereas Michael Jackson never even had that. Like Madonna occasionally tries to; she sort of tries to pass herself off as a, as a Jolie, as a well, kind of a good girl gone bad. Whereas Michael Jackson clearly is just went bad a long time ago. I mean, well, he's not even that went bad. He just he just went sideways. I mean, there's just he just took a big deviation from the from the norm at some point. Uh, let's do uh, one more here.
3: Uh, so, anyway, a couple of uh, local things here. The Sherwood police are busy with fireworks citations. They report 16 people received one for illegal fireworks. Over the weekend, the additional officers scattered across the city to catch these unruly kids. They had 25 calls of people doing bad things in Sherwood. Hundreds of dollars of seized illegal fireworks were given to crews with Tualatin Fire and Rescue to be destroyed. Those oh, Mad Kids in Sherwood.
2: Sure oh, by the way, Nibbler wants to know that he has a German tattoo uh, on him somewhere. All right, he does, a lot I of people it. go to Germany.
3: No, 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 it's I've driven run... through it
4: myself. I'm
2: I'm For not saying places. it's not a fine country, Tim. I'm just saying Look, Nibblers
4: are fine German people. You know
2: what it is? Here's I, I and I can say this by the way because I'm uh, because my my grandfather is uh, you know these Germans and so forth. And Nazi? Well, actually, you know, here's the thing. Maybe I'm biased because of my own family history. Um... Anyway, well, there's no reason to feel bad about it. You were born well after those things. <laughs> the sins of my grandfather are not on me, Tim. Did you ever see American Beauty? My grandfather, a lot like that guy who lived next door with Allison Janney to have the swastika plate hidden underneath the couch or <laughs> Don't whatever.
3: feel bad. Your people kill my people. <laughs> It forced the rest of them to move here. So you can thank your people for my people.
2: Do we have to start singing Ebony and Ivory now? Yeah, we do. All right. Well, in any event. Uh, All right. On the other side, uh, we have Dax Holt from TMZ. He'll join us at 620. Coming up at 7 o'clock, Don Taylor from Cinematical and Jim Roop from outside the Staples Center. Coming up at 830 today, ladies and gentlemen. We are live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. It is Tuesday morning. Stay right there. This is the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO.
0: KUFO Portland.
2: And good morning. It is the Rick Emerson Ready Go program live from beautiful downtown Portland. It's 503-228-4101. 503-228-4101. Oh, coming up later on today. Well, if we have time. We have... Let's take a look at the things we may or may not get to today because of Michael Jackson's body. Uh... Penis Watch, Geek Watch, Geek Watch, Monkey Watch, Furry Story. Coming up at 6.20. We've to get a
4: monkey watch. It's been forever. I, a I, I do have an elephant
2: story for later. All right, so coming up at 6.20, we have Dax Holt from TMZ who will be uh, joining us. Don Taylor from Cinematica will be here uh, at 7 o'clock. And at 8.30 today, we'll talk to CNN radio correspondent James Roop, uh, who is at the moment, I think, outside the Staples Center, but probably getting ready to go on inside because are the doors opening now. Tim, isn't that the deal? The doors are now open. Everybody, in an orderly fashion, marching quietly. Please. And Sarah's right. I was just checking the New York, or uh, rather the uh, Washington Post, and the Washington Post says, Jackson's casket is expected. Now, to be honest, I mean, I think it's going to happen, but to be fair, they're not really saying it's going to be his body. They're just Mm -hmm. saying it's the casket. I mean, who knows? He may have bought 2 that's That—that's exactly my point. He may no, have purchased any number then. of caskets. Did you see that casket? That uh, the model that they uh, that they said he was going to buy, the Promethean. I um, like that shade of blue. It's a twenty-five thousand dollar casket, which apparently is—it's sort of—it's got this weird kind of gold-plated exterior or whatever. It, and in fact, talking about the Ark of the Covenant, it does look a lot like the Ark of the Covenant. It has that same sort of... And in fact, I think there are eagles on the on on the top of it,
3: sort of doing like the weird uh, backward wing thing. So... Yeah, I mean, if I was... A, I'd be afraid of grave robbers and bury them in an undisclosed location. Well, see, th- now this is the, the, the point that somebody oh, made on... Good size sheet of cement. Get that cement truck out of
2: Neverland. Bring it up there. Somebody made this observation on TMZ where they said, and I think they're miscon—I think they're—I think they're confusing—they're—they're they're, they're, they're misstating themselves here, because they're saying you don't want to have this body stolen like Elvis's body was stolen all the time. I think they're thinking of somebody else. What's
4: with all the crazy Elvis comparisons? I don't
2: believe well because that was the last time that we had anybody uh, this big uh, shuffle off their mortal coil. So I don't believe figure out,
4: was he seen or not?
2: Who Elvis? Yeah. See, I don't blind? know. I'm trying to figure it out because Elvis is. There was a shot of Elvis in his casket. I think that the National Enquirer had, Uh, because the National Enquirer for a long time they were at the forefront of uh, of death photos. Like the the Enquirer, I think had that John Lennon uh, the the photo too, where they had like literally it was like a guy with a camera on his belt who snuck into the Lennon uh, ceremony and he did like a and took a photo of it and they published it on the front page. So there was that. I don't think that there was a public procession by Elvis's actual body except that I think that once he was already buried I think they let people in to sort of walk by the uh walk by the grave or something. And I do believe at one point I think they moved Elvis's casket because I think there were some guys that they caught with like a like a chisel at one point like trying to, like trying to get through the concrete to like to steal the king away to an un- undisclosed location, and I, I think that Priscilla finally had enough of that and just put up a fence so that wasn't going to happen anymore. Um, I mean, all right. she
3: may have put him in a warehouse for real. i mean, really who's. T- mm-hmm. Give me that Warehouse 13,
2: which I do think premieres this week. By the way, that uh, that series on Sci-Fi, which is the sort of X-Files. Uh, Meet Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, I read an article this morning. I think that actually premieres this week, so we'll talk about that later on. It's part of our Geek Watch. Tim Riley, what news are we uh, following on this Tuesday?
3: Well, it seems that uh, Michael Jackson's funeral is today. And uh, we have other things going on. Apparently some teenager is trying to extort money out of some girls, something over naked pictures on the Facebook. And he's from Clackamas, so some Clackamas girls have something to be concerned about. And uh, we're trying to find out whether or not Michael Jackson casket will be brought out of the Staples Center or mysteriously buried in the cemetery. We don't know, and nobody really knows. Or they're not commenting. Now, was anybody giving any sort of... Oh, well, speak with Michael Jackson's chef.
2: Is, is this the chef that said he uh, he was not surprised that he died? Yes. Is this also the chef that said he had his hand down Macaulay Culkin's Hul- pants?
3: I don't know if this is the same chef. He uh,
2: doesn't comment on that. There's going to be any number of chefs? Yes. All right. Are any uh, of these stories claiming that his body's going to show up? Are they sourcing any of this? I mean, not that I really care one way or the other. But oh, I mean, if any on, of them, totally But if any of them said, sort of where? I mean, I, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't care if it's a rumor. I mean, it, I want it to be true, but at the moment, there's no way to know. So I just, I'm just going to operate under the assumption that it is the case. Do we know why they're saying it or where they got the information? Are they saying the sources close to the family, or are they saying people like to cause problems? People. With, well, that's certainly true of us. They're, saying, they're not saying people within the Jackson camp. No. They're not saying that at all. All right. Okay. So they're just making this, they're getting this out of whole cloth. Right. All right.
3: We're, we're trying to make as much of, uh, of this as we can. All
2: right. Straight ahead, we'll talk to Dax Holt from TMZ, ladies and gentlemen. That's coming up at 620 at 7 o'clock. Don Taylor and Jim Root from CNN at 830 from outside the Staples Center. This is the Rick Emerson Show. We are live in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. It's Tuesday morning. Stay right there. This is The
0: Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO.
1: Don't miss a moment of The Rick Emerson Show, or you'll be filled with desperate, miserable shame. I was toilet trained at 12. Listen online, live or via podcast at KUFO.com.
2: It is the Rick Emerson Show, live from beautiful downtown Portland. Thank you for joining us. It's Tuesday morning. It's 503-228-4101. Uh, coming up at 7 o'clock, Don Taylor from Cinematical will be here. Uh, we also have Jim Roop, who is at the Staples Center today. That'll be at uh,
3: 8.30. We will speak with him. Tim Riley? Uh, we understand the uh, family motorcade has just, just left uh, their Encino home and apparently on their way to the cemetery. So this is, I mean, it says, so A, they leave the house. this black vehicle. B, they go to the cemetery. See,
2: you go to IHOP, the, lunch, uh, the The ceremony takes place at Forest Lawn, then they leave Forest Lawn, then presumably they go to the Staples Center. We don't know that. But I mean, whether well, they can't not go, I mean, where they cannot go. I mean, do they have to
3: pick up dry cleaning or something? I mean, they, they just may go home and watch it on television may f- and avoid the whole thing. Well,
4: that's true because they didn't pay for the tickets. Anyone who's going there,
3: they like, didn't get tickets.
2: I don't think the Jackson family needs to be wrist banded to get in, probably. But Larry, I,
3: Larry King, was asking how he was going to get in last night. Really, was that was assured, true? He was assured that everyone in the world recognizes him, and he does not need a wristband. He didn't get Liz Taylor's uh, <laughs> uh, ticket. Did you see? Oh, that's right. Liz Taylor is not going. Uh, did you read that? Uh, her like her 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 Twitter thing I or whatever it is she it was years. putting out. Yeah, her name's like Dame.
2: Well, yeah. now, but that's a, but that's an official title, right? Was mm-hmm. she? You know, right. you have to be. I mean, she
3: was always a dame, but she's an official one
2: now. She's because it's like a, it's like being a lord or something yeah, or a whatever. So she's not going to be there. But it seems like uh... Larry King, as he reminded people uh, relentlessly last, uh, I guess, two Thursdays ago, whenever it was that Jackson actually died. Larry King who just Larry King and Corey Feldman were doing this back and forth. of uh, Corey Feldman would say, no, 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 I have some pocket lint here. And Larry Larry King would say, no, 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 he sat in this chair. And then Corey Feldman would pull out, like, no, 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 I've got a pair of his sunglasses. And it was like they were playing some sort of a weird uh, Texas hold'em with Michael Jackson memories and memorabilia. Let's uh, welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show from TMZ, the world's definitive uh, news source, Dax
8: Holt. Hello, how are you, sir? Good morning. Uh, it's pretty crazy already. I'm sorry I can't stay on as long as we normally talk. Not so uh, nuts already. Not at all.
2: Wait, so are you at the Staples Center now? Where Where are you at the
8: moment? And I'm at work right now, but we're we're in here and getting ramped up, and uh, we do have a guy going down to the Staples Center today. He won tickets. I didn't. <laughs> my, all my emails got kicked back to me.
2: I actually we uh, we here at KUFO enter to try to win tickets as well because we're just because how many times do you get to go to Michael Jackson's funeral? The answer would be almost never. So
8: exactly. Well, let me. Where do we stand with his body actually showing up there? Well, we are he- we're hearing that yes, they are going to take his body over there to the Staples Center. We don't know if they're going to motorcade it or if they're going to do a helicopter like they had done when they took his body from the hospital. So it's interesting to see how they're going to do it, but it should be pretty chaotic out here for the next couple hours. I'm assuming.
2: And so, how would they would they do? Would they go from Forest Lawn or where? I mean, where is his body
8: now? Do we know? Uh, Forest Lawn was the last place that we saw them taking his body to. Um, They had like a little private family service last night where I think they had like a viewing. And then they're supposed to have another family service this morning and then go to the Staples Center.
2: And then everything gets underway at 10 o'clock Pacific time at the Staples Center Yep. Uh, this morning. Do we know how many people are expected to sort of be outside, not able to get in?
8: Well, they've blocked off multiple blocks around the Staples Center, and the cops have said, do not show up if you don't have a ticket, because we won't let you and You're not going to get anywhere near it. So, you know, for all these people that have flown in internationally and from all over the country, I I don't think they're going to get as close as they would like to. But, um, you know, so we're we're seeing that the 11,000 people that have tickets will get in, and that's about it.
2: God almighty. All right, well, it's a bit of a day for you, so uh, I will let you get back at it. As always, a pleasure, my friend. Thank you.
8: Thank you, appreciate you
2: it. Dax Holt from TMZ. You can watch uh, TMZ TV tonight at eleven thirty on Fox Twelve.
4: He sounded so sad. He
2: really. well I. I. It never even occurred to me. It,
3: and he's big, and he can't get in. That's the thing. See that as well, I he's, was. I I wasn't going to point that out.
4: But. Yeah.
2: I mean, Na, even you, Dax Holt. at two. Dax Holt? I mean, he's one, one of the main
4: faces of TMZ. Well,
2: he's the, 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 he's the guy that was on. I think he is the TMZ person. He is the spokesperson for TMZ who was on uh, CNN when all of this happened. I mean, it wasn't Harvey Levin. I mean, it was he was the guy, and so it actually kind of caught me by surprise that he wasn't able to get in because I figured you know he's equal to us now. People, that's right. We're all on the same boat as 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 Daxo. We're all we're all brothers in rejection, Tim. Um, I'm used to it. They so. Uh, Susan Reynolds actually forwarded me the email that uh, that she sent on behalf of KUFO because I think the the angle the theory was that we would either give them away or like or we would go or something. Are
3: we and sending a wreath or anything down there? No, Hang on the gate.
2: No, we're not. We could uh, we could send teddy bears, I suppose. The they so we got uh, like a thing back saying we're sorry, you have not been selected at this time to go view Michael Jackson's body at the Staples Center. It totally is whatever.
4: like whatever Willy Wonka.
2: It really is okay, but see, it's great that you say that, and here's why. Did you see? The video of that woman shrieking, I got a golden ticket, about the Michael Jackson thing. I probably have. It is awesome. It is so great. I got to find it. I was looking at it last night. It was, um, I think it was TMZ, but I could be wrong about that. Because they're saying, you know, we caught up with Lucinda so-and-so who got a, she, you know, she was informed that she had won the lucky pool and she was going to be going to Michael Jackson's Staples Center Memorial whatever. And so they ask her what she thinks about it, and those are the first words out of her mouth, and she just shrieks it like she's on crack. It was great. So I mean, not that my reaction would have been any better. I actually, this is this is how exciting my life is. So uh, while my wife was uh, the painting one of the walls in the—I I had this little home office, and I couldn't go in there last night because Lara was painting, and so I had to be elsewhere. So I was sitting on the couch reading Twitter feeds by people who got Michael Jackson memorial tickets. That was kind of how I whiled away about 20 minutes so that I'll never get back. And one of them was just like, OMG, OMG, over and over again for like 40 lines or whatever, uh, with a woman saying, you oh, know, I'm going to the Jackson Memorial. Um, I do have uh, the phone number. Mm-hmm. It, not only do I have Al Sharpton's phone number, I have the phone number of a woman who will be attending uh the Jackson Memorial at the Stable Center, but it's uh, I'm unclear about whether she's gonna be available. So we can try that here in just a uh, just a bit. Because nothing nothing's really started yet. Right. So this might actually be the best time to get a hold of her because it doesn't get out of the way for another
3: ninety minutes or something. I, I don't have that, but I do have the uh Juneau Alaska woman who called nine one one when her cows got loose.
0: I got seven f-ing cows out loose. With- Okay, ma'am, and you need you to need let to- everybody know that there are loose cats out there before they cause a major f***ing accident. You know hear I me? Mean? Why are you yelling at me? Because I tried to call before and
9: you guys said it wasn't a f***ing emergency. And no, ma'am, you accident. need to give me your date of birth. Are uh, you coming? Get my date of birth. Yeah, we will have a deputy come out
3: there. I have no doubt about that. Wow. Where is that from? Juneau, you know Alaska. Alaska. But I mean, Alaska. What? So Alaska.
2: Is it, what is it? So the, so the cows got loose, and are the, they the, the cows that belong to this woman? Yes. All right.
3: She was panicky, and
2: nobody seemed to care. Let me ask you this: Does it seem like there's a rash of stupid people calling nine one one recently? Uh, it was like they were in some sort of golden age for bad nine one one calls? Cause we had that, we had the guy who called 911 like three different times because he felt like he was getting the shaft at McDonald's and so he wanted the man to come down and set it right and I think the man ended up going down and cracking him in the skull
3: and then we have the retirement of a man who probably made one of the most famous phone calls of all time
6: we're up to our long distance dedication and this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand whether we have kids or pets or neither it's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio and here's what he writes Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. I've never heard that chair squeaking in the background before. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo damn numbers, man. It's impossible to make those transitions, and then you gotta go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but damn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. it. Is down on the phone? Okay, I want a damn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a damn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. <laughs> Since I got last damn time, I want somebody who uses brain to not come out of a damn record that is uh, that that's up tempo and i gotta talk about a dog dying i'm casey Kasem. now one more time the words i've ended my show with since 1970 keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars and uh, go after yourself i remember listening <laughs> to the first shelf the,
2: really, the very that went in nineteen sixty nine.
3: It was sixty nine. Nineteen seventy. It, it, it was on uh, WRKO in Boston, right after Father Harry's God Squad on here's, Sunday mornings at nine. Here's what I want to know: is who is Don? Uh, Don is the producer. Don, I uh, can't remember his last name. It begins with a B.
2: I mean so so is that the so is he the he's he's the producer of the show he's not like Kasem's agent or something. No, he's the producer.
3: Got the standing.
2: Okay, except for I have heard that so many times and I always want to get Don on the I, was gonna, I always want to get Don on the phone. Um I always want to get Don on the show and then just yell at him. We should find Don and
3: just call him at home and ask him where the pictures are. Just screaming <laughs> him over the phone. Oh no, where are the pictures I ordered? He was the syndicator for Watermark which syndicated American Top 40. He's still alive. He was uh, born in Detroit to Lebanese-American parents, and Casey Kasem is also Lebanese. So they must know each other from way back when. He was the camera coordinator for the Mary Tyler Moore Show, the Bob Newhart Show, and other MTM productions.
2: How would you like to be immortalized, though, as the guy that Casey Kasem is screaming at about it? Goddamn dog dedication! Get me my photos! Which is just... And that really is... That Casey Kasem thing... That's probably the first widely circulated celebrity meltdown. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the one that everybody and especially the you know people who worked in radios as DJs just passed that from one person to another to another. Everybody had a copy of that because it was just because he's so iconic. And uh, first of all, he was like he was like his Fred friendly. And I didn't know that he was no longer doing the sort of contemporary countdown. When did that stop? Because the countdown when he's doing gave, now, when, when
3: they gave his show, like everything, everything in the world was given to Ryan Seacrest, whether people liked it or not, and so forcibly, right? They were forced to do offshoots of the original programs, even though the original programs were taken away and given to Ryan Seacrest.
2: Is this like when? Uh, is this like when Stalin's police would come to your house yes. and say, "Your farm is being given to glorious workers' revolution. We will not take cows. Exactly. It's like, your show is being given to Ryan Seacrest, Casey Kasem." You will now do poor knockoff version in nostalgic format.
3: And this was all done at once without any public outcry. No, what's well, wrong with Americans? They let this happen.
2: They're not too bright, Tim. I guess That's not.
3: really the issue here. Uh,
2: on that note, uh, we're waiting for Michael Jackson's body to show up at the Staples Center later on today. Uh, so we'll just we, sit here and wait till it happens. I mean, the, the, you know, I wish that they would just fit it with some sort of GPS or something. That's what they ought to do. They ought to fit Jackson's body with a tracking device. So you can go online like you do at the airport, where you log on to, like, deltaair.com, and you can see, like, your plane coming in from, you know, from Philadelphia. That way you can see Jackson's body going down the freeway. Don Taylor's coming up at 7. We have Jim Roop who is at the Staples Center. That'll be at um,
3: 8.30. And yeah, we still have no traffic problems yet, but it's early in the Michael Jackson thing, so... The traffic can be bad all the way up here Oops. at least to the toilet curves Oops, we'll keep you the posted. Journal.
2: Uh all right, we are live in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. It's Tuesday morning.
0: More of the Rick Emerson
2: show in mere moments
0: only on
3: Rock 101, KUFO.
0: This is the Rick Emerson show.
3: My humor comes from watching my parents have sex. Smoke weed. My mom being naked. On
0: Rock 101, KUFO.
4: Do
2: it live! Alright.
4: You are bonkers. (laughs) Good morning
2: to you. Hello! Can anybody hear me over this Pantera? Barely. Alright. It is the uh, Rick Emerson Radio Program. We are live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. Thank you for coming by. It is Tuesday. Uh, coming up at 7 o'clock, our good friend Don Taylor from Cinematica will be here today. Uh, she'll be reviewing new DVD releases, and we will talk about all things uh, uh, Jacksonian. Jim Roof, CNN Radio Correspondent, will be inside. Well, I guess he's probably inside now. Yes, because they let everybody in at 6. And he's doing, like, the wall-to-wall... Uh, anchored coverage of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jim Roop is inside the Staples Center. We'll talk to him uh, later on this morning as well. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking at this uh, footage from outside the Staples Center, and I have to say, first of all, there's no chaos as of yet. Uh, you know, I oh, always... that's boring. That, 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 I mean, I always root for just uh, discord and strife, and that doesn't appear to be happening as of now, although I will say that you can tell that they've just got roads blocked off in every direction, which just seems like it's going to... Here's my thing. I'm wondering if maybe... All of the uh, uh, If all of the upheaval is not going to come from the folks who are outside the Staples and who can't get in, if it's going to come from people who are trying to get someplace entirely different but can't because there's just big swaths of downtown L.A. that are inaccessible, because people in that city are a little um, irritable under the best of circumstances. Wouldn't you agree, Tim? I would say so, yes. And I've been one of them. People people in Los Angeles said two things. Uh, They're full of hate and they're loaded with guns. And so, you know, you have those. Plus, it's going to be like one of the hottest weeks of the year. And it's a weekday. And they're saying there's going to be 200,000 people. And there's like four different streets uh, that you're not going to be able to use anywhere near there. So, all in all, it's a good day to be us. Uh, And TMZ has just reported like a third time now that Michael Jackson's body will be showing up at the Staples Center. Although, if the casket is closed, I guess there's no way to know. I mean, I guess it could be... I guess it just could be a box. You know some I
4: mean, crazed fan is going to run at it, too. Oh, I would totally
2: do that. I would take whatever the jail time uh, was. Whatever it was, just to go, just, uh, j- you
4: know, just to, I, to kind of get a pug. hug it? No. <laughs> <laughs> throw your body on it?
2: and Just sort of Bruno style. Just, you know, just go up and just throw myself at the, uh, at the casket. Well, look, I mean, okay, and so really? Okay, Greg has just confirmed this. So uh, at 7.40, we'll be talking um, to a woman named Kitty. Uh, who is actually inside the Staples Center. She got tickets, and she is inside the Staples Center waiting for the whole thing to begin. So she was one of the uh, lucky 11,000 or whatever that actually that won the lottery. Okay, great. Thank you. So we'll talk to her um, next hour. But... I mean, he does have such a weird Jesus vibe for so many people that I mean, you know. Look, I mean, how many times you've been to just like a regular funeral? Uh, you know, where it's just somebody who's not a celebrity or somebody. I mean, somebody who is beloved, but is not is not off the charts like Michael Jackson. And there's already there's always one person at the funeral who is just so disproportionately upset about the whole thing that you are. I mean, I would, look. We we could say this. We've all been at funerals like this. Where there's one person who is just so vastly uh, just distraught by the whole thing then in the back of your mind during the whole ceremony, you are wondering, oh, God, is this is somebody going to have to restrain her? She's not going to throw herself on the casket when they're lowering it down, are they?
3: Are and they're uh, professional funeral goers. Those little old ladies who are bored who just go to fu- funerals randomly. Oh, like in Harold and Maude? Those
2: are the same women who sit at home and they read Miss Marple uh, mm-hmm. mysteries and they watch Jessica Fletcher uh, on television.
4: There's nothing wrong with Jessica no, Fletcher.
2: No, th- th- there isn't, but I'm just saying that th- that's a thing that's a certain... Stri- Look, there's the crazy cat lady and then there's the wacky murder lady and you... You will grow up to be the latter. You will not be a crazy cat woman, but you will be one of those women who sits around and and you watch uh, sort of horrifically violent murder mysteries on television. Uh, and you may spend your latter years going to funerals with a succession of charming young men. I who knows?
4: me some Mary Higgins Clark. As I'm saying,
2: who's, to? who's to say? So. All right. It doesn't mean you're a bad person just like uh, Greg's uh, German tattoo doesn't mean he's a bad person or a Nazi to the best of my knowledge. I will say this, the kids uh, in high school who were the guys who always seemed to have a strange German fixation, you know what I'm saying? They read a lot of things like Soldier of Fortune magazine. You'd look over and they'd be reading a, a magazine that was just called like guns, 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 and guns. You know, just sort of delightfully like you know, the thumbing through it and whistling out loud to themselves.
4: Can you see Greg wearing like combat boots with um, I like, army fatigues put like tucked into him?
2: I can, but see here's but he seems relatively well adjusted. Mm-hmm. I'm just he may be the exception that proves the rule. That's uh, that's my other, and you just like, I'm just lot glad
4: he's on our side. Of,
2: man, can I just tell you this? I used to sit next to this guy named John in wait for it German class, uh, which I was obliged to take because my because my father. And my grandfather felt that it was important that I embrace my heritage. I think because it's a difficult language to speak, it's, a, it's it full is, of those <laughs> sounds, isn't it? Well, it's just a whole language based on phlegm. I mean, it's just a lot of, you know, like, it's for, Here's the thing about German, and you Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fans will know what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, German is just like, it's like a real life Vogon poetry. You know what I mean? Where it's just a lot of, you know, and you're just sort of going like, Jesus God, what? And everything's, every, everything's just coming out like so sort of messily and furiously that you are afraid that they're going to start punching you in the face at any moment.
3: Tim? Okay, now I'm watching video, and, and people are loading fake caskets into the back of pickup trucks to, uh, to throw what's actually going on here. Unless this is a foreign country where there's a war going I on. I This, was this be-
4: is a war, Tim. Tim, that's, Tim, oh, that's Honduras. Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought it was
3: Michael Jackson. I thought people were just clowning around, throwing caskets in the back of pickup Not trucks. so much. The headline oh. says, Honduran family mourns protester. I don't think that's a fake anything, Tim. I think oh, that's a real I, casket with a real I, I, dead I, Honduran in it. I'm sorry. I thought it was the crowd at, at Staples Center. And those are real bombs. <laughs> well, I take that back. Well it's easy to get confused isn't it? Wouldn't you think that it's Michael huh. Jackson's casket in the back of that Los They're Angeles
2: Honduras 601
3: the, uh, Oh my god this is awful. Well, it's it's a little Honduras. You, you uh, shouldn't um, no
2: you shouldn't look at that. That'll okay. only depress you. You should pay more attention to the you should pay more attention to the goings on in uh, in well, the, I, I thought that that
3: was the dummy casket that we were talking about no, in the back I, of that pickup truck. I'm sure the Honduran
4: family would be
2: happy <laughs> to know that it's a quote dummy <laughs> casket. I don't
4: think dummy caskets be put in the back of like a 1987 Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> it like appears yeah, to be made out of that?
2: wood, Tim. Wouldn't you do that though to get him in without I do suspicious. Oh, you're saying so if it was if you're trying to make a the real one. If you were trying to smuggle Michael Jackson's body out the
3: back of a burrito truck. I don't know what started this. I'm imagining really? some sort of childhood in incident? No, I not There were burrito trucks when I was a child. I don't uh-huh. think there were burritos. Should we talk about something else?
2: Hey, uh, Greg wants to know that he didn't read Guns and Ammo, but he did read Ninja Magazine when he was a uh, when he was a younger man. Now, I used to sit next to this guy named John in German class. And I you know and just and I would spend all my time just sort of paying attention to him because I clearly wasn't paying attention to the actual uh, studies because there was no way I was going to pass that anyway because it's just such an insanely difficult language to learn that I just gave up. And so I would just, and he would sit there and he would just have just, he would have two things. He would have a procession of German history books and a procession of uh magazines that always seemed to have a guy on the front who is covered in camouflage. Uh, you know, and hiding in a shrub somewhere with a high-powered laser rifle, and you just got the sense that there was a clock tower in his future at some mm-hmm. point, and uh, you know, and and you, you, those are the guys that you wonder, you know, when am I going to see him on the news, and what is he going to be arrested for? Uh, it's just my observation. So, but Greg seems quite, uh, Greg seems quite well adjusted. Ninja magazine, really, it's fantastic. Well, you know, because you know what, the, you know what, young boys love throwing stars and nunchucks. I don't know why that is. There's some weird sort of there's some, w- the, 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 the weird makeup in the, in the, it's like part of the male cultural imperative uh, that you have to be attracted to certain Asian weapons uh, as a younger man. My I friends, don't know why that is.
4: Uh, Haji and Nicole just got married this past weekend and his grooms, a groomsman presents. he gave all of his friends nunchucks.
2: See, that's what I'm saying. And There's they're something- like
4: engraved nunchucks and they all wore them in their back pockets. <laughs>
2: There's something about that. And I think South Park actually hit on this at one point where the kids, I think the, the South Park kids all uh, go to the, the fair and the guy sells them like throwing stars. Oh, wait a here's, here's three things that dudes love. Nunchucks, throwing stars, and, wait for it, butterfly knives. Oh. Dudes, Greg's with me on this. Oh, he said, Greg, Greg says, I always dreamed of ordering throwing stars in the back of a magazine. The only person I knew who actually had throwing stars was my friend Brian, who his parents got divorced, so he had no uh, parental supervision at all. So you would occasionally go over to his house, and he would, no lie, just be... This is, he was like 12. I'd go over to his house, and he would just be sitting there at the kitchen table with a gun. <laughs> just sitting there with a pistol. And I What are you doing? I don't know. I was thinking about shooting this at something. And I'd say, well, I'll come back later. Uh, But I went over at one point and he had ordered a bunch of crap out of the back of some like ninja martial arts magazine. And they were throwing stars. And here's a little fun fact about throwing stars, you kids. When you order them, they don't come sharpened. Uh, They're kind of dull. You have to sharpen them uh, yourselves. Uh, And so for an extra three dollars, they would sell you a whetstone. And so he would just sit there and just.
6: What
2: are you doing? Sharpening these throwing stars. And, uh, I mean, and I guess I I never really felt that I was in any sort of danger, although clearly I was. I mean, really, I'm going over to his house and he's, you know, and it seemed like he was dropping acid a lot, too, now that I think about it. Dropping acid, sharpening, throwing stars, and sitting in the kitchen table with a gun. Yeah, I should have stayed away from that house. I shouldn't have, uh... I should have told somebody about all that now that I think about it. I probably should have mentioned the fact that he was sitting around with a gun in the kitchen for no real reason. Well, it all turned out to the, uh, you know, to the, to the least detriment of everybody, as far as I know.
4: Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> how well do you know that? Greg
2: is saying switch blades as well. By the way, just uh, FYI, to this day, I can do the one-handed butterfly knife open and close, uh, because it's all about which way you have the handle and which way the back of the blade is facing, just, you know, in case you know.
3: Eleven Asian elephants and seven horses are lumbering toward the Staples Center. They're going to wait till after the memorial service because the circus starts tomorrow. So That's well, right. hopefully, we don't make those elephants wait so the too long. Actual Barnum
2: and Bailey circus. The Ringling Brothers Barnum and yeah, Bailey. The, wait a second. Is that a merging of the two? That happened like 50 years ago. Oh, sorry. The, sorry, Captain Clown College? I didn't know. No, I'm.
4: sitting <laughs> yeah, back. Who doesn't know that?
2: I had no idea. Um, see, I'm not the circus aficionado that some are, Tim. So the actual. No, I that was. Well never the I, the actual circus starts know. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm just so distracted by them loading this uh loading this casket and back on the and,
4: and Tim's right, it was a light blue casket.
3: Yeah, I do the it. same thing. That doesn't seem like a How thing. How you know there's not a pickup truck with a casket on it ready to be driven in front of the Staples center?
4: Oh, all of the jacksons are going to the um they're at the cemetery.
3: Those ominous black vehicles have arrived. So the elephants are there, and they're going to calmly wait for this thing to be over. Okay, and I
2: have one piece of small breaking news here. Should we do it now, Sarah, or should we make people wait? Do it now. Sarah? I think, I think we should make people wait. Hold on. All right, back back people Hold on, hold on, let me uh so, we have so me much goodness. I've got a small piece of breaking news about Michael Jackson.
3: Did change fall out of his pocket? Oh
2: we were, <laughs> Yes there. Yes, this this just in holding <laughs> his corpse for spare coins. Uh, uh when we come back, we'll, uh, well he it fall out of his pockets while he was putting him in. We'll have this uh, we'll have this small piece of updated news when we return. It is the Rick Emerson Show. We are here in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon, coming up at seven o'clock. Don Taylor from Cinematical at eight thirty, Jim Roop from inside the Staples Center. Don't you go anywhere? It is Tuesday morning.
1: This is the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. KUFO Portland.
2: It is the Rick Emerson Radio Program live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. Thank you for joining us. It is uh, 503-228-4101. It is Tuesday morning coming up in just a uh, few moments. We'll talk to Don Taylor from Cinematical uh, coming up at 740 uh, we have a, uh, a woman named Kitty, who is uh, inside the Staples Center as we speak, and so she was one of the lucky 11,000. Did you find the golden ticket
4: audio by chance? I did. I was listening to it.
2: I wish I I should have pulled that last night, the woman who was screaming, I got a
4: golden ticket, oh, I when didn't she find found that. the
2: Jackson Memorial uh, no. ticket, the confirmation
4: email. I couldn't find that one, but I found this
5: one. Because I, I got a, a golden, golden ticket. ticket. I've got a golden chance to make my way And with a golden ticket, it's a golden
2: day That's better than what I had
6: He
1: put the little round object in his mouth It was delicious. Alright, there you go. Uh wow.
2: so that's coming up at seven forty. We'll talk to Kitty inside the uh the stable center. And then Jim Roop from CNN Ready, who is anchoring the whole thing. Uh we'll speak to him at eight thirty. Uh hello, Don Taylor from Cinematical. How are you?
7: I'm I'm just peachy, Mr. Emerson. How are you? On this, uh, this fabulous Michael da- Jackson death day.
2: It really is just it, it I
4: know when I saw Don in this kitchen, I'm like happy Michael Jackson Day.
2: <laughs> it is just a it is a once in a lifetime experience, really, and I know that I mean both literally and figuratively. It just there's There is. I was talking to my wife about this last night because she was watching CNN, and we were. It was kind of getting late at night, and I had I had to go to bed because I'm lame. And um, she was watching Anderson Cooper, and you know it's a two hour show. Theoretically, it's really only one hour that they sort of lie to you about it being two hours. They they are. It is sort of like a news helper kind of a thing where they take one hour and they artificially expand it into two hours. But we're kind of skipping through, uh, seeing what's there. And there's the Palin thing, and there's the Michael Jackson thing, and then I guess there's. I don't know. I guess there's a whole rest of the world where stuff is also happening. Apparently there's rest something with the world. Something with a burrito truck in Honduras. So there's there's all this stuff and I'm just skipping forward looking for Michael Jackson news and she and she actually said sort of tersely at one point in kind of a moveon.org kind of way. She said you know, there are things happening in other countries that don't have to do with Michael Jackson. There's real news. And I sort of stopped and I said, you know, the, the Michael Jackson, and and I mean this with all sincerity, the Michael Jackson story is real news to an extent the, the greater than a lot of the things that I think people think we ought to be caring about or talking about. I mean, Michael Jackson has more to do with more real issues that affect real people than probably a lot of the things, uh, you know, that NPR is talking about today. Because my, the Michael Jackson is He is because he is a microcosm of everything. He's a microcosm of wealth, of race, of class distinction, of music, of interlap between cultures. He's a generational touchstone. Um, He has to, you know, issues of fame and celebrity and wealth and economy and how we treat the dead and how we treat the living and the criminal justice system. Plastic
7: surgery gone wrong.
2: That's the he is uh, he is America personified. He is um, he is distilled Americana in an Americana shaped container. And so the Michael Jackson really, he really is the news. He's I mean, all of us, he, really. He, he, we, are, we are all Michael, and Michael is us. Um, anyway, so, uh, the, and, and with that, I just sort of grabbed the remote control away and mm-hmm. Told her, to, told her to go iron something. It's the
7: only news that exists for me, lady. That's, that's
2: right. Well, you know what? I'm an American, and I no longer have to watch any kind of news that doesn't pander to exactly what I believe <laughs> and what I already hold to be true. I need no longer come into conflict with any opposing opinion of any kind at all. Let me also say this. Here's a great thing uh, uh, about America, and specifically about TMZ and their message boards. The totally disproportionate response by any number of people who've broken free of their restraining devices and managed to claw their way toward a keyboard, like we have this one, this says this is by West Side guy who says this is at t m z he says, I will pray that a giant tsunami takes out the one million plus pro child molesters gathering today in celebration of child rape." <laughs> Who says to themselves, I know what I will post between my morning cup of coffee and going out to get the New York Times off the front porch?
3: I believe that's the Sarah
7: Palin constituency. Wow. I mean,
2: really, I... uh, I
7: I like to think of that guy sitting there, like, polishing it, you know, (laughs) actually going back and, and fixing the typos and maybe changing a couple of words around and then going... Yeah, that that's just right. If that's exactly were, what
3: I wanted to say. If only people were as, as smart as I am. <laughs> like he's, you know, like he's sort of focus
2: grouped that on maybe some people walking around the house. <laughs> hey, honey, what do you think of this? Do you think uh, tsunami or locust? What do you tsunami? Great. Bam, Send. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's pay a visit to the news desk with your personal savior, Tim Riley.
0: In the news
2: with Tim Riley.
3: Good morning, seven oh eight. Gonna be a partly cloudy day today. Highs about seventy, maybe some showers too. So a SWAT team will escort Michael Jackson's body. That's what TMZ is claiming. So we don't know it's true or not. We're just passing it along to you. This plan calls for a heavy motorcade with LAPD SWAT team as part of the escort. There's also a contingency plan to helicopter the body to the Staples. If there's an issue of safety, I would pick the helicopter thing because that would take up less traffic.
2: Well, but here's a dumb question: A Helicopters is very small, and a casket's very big. So I mean, no, is it like some a super? Very
3: big too. Remember the big ones they used to fight forest fires? Oh,
2: like, remember or... that
6: one
3: we saw that that teetered over that was on Mount Hood a few years oh, ago. Oh yeah, the Black Hawk thing. Yeah. Or like a what why is not that? use the, a Black Hawk
2: helicopter? Uh, that or that uh, what is the deal that that weird U-shaped helicopter they used for the president? Marine One or yeah. whatever they call it. You know, the one that has the, the one that Nixon got on at the end. I don't think they can on use the that
3: one for this occasion. No,
2: probably not. No. But all right. Or well, well, they it, can strap it, it to relax. the bottom? This, the, which is sort of a uh, ju- oh the
3: way they carry the space shuttle. Yeah. Strap it to the top of a seven forty seven. Landed Staples Center. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, because wouldn't you think? Well, I guess I guess the Staples Center must have multiple entrances because there's so many high profile events yeah. there. So there's got to be ways to get in and out of that place. Without well, is the Staples Center the former LA Forum? Yes. Okay. See, I can never, and I know I sound like an old guy, but I can never remember what anything used to be called uh, because I was trying to. I was having this discussion with somebody about Key Arena because Key Arena is the former. It was just called Seattle Seattle Center, I think, or the Seattle Arena. And I think Seattle Arena they is now key arena.
3: Right. They sold some locksmiths.
2: Right. Yes. So, uh, so now the LA Forum is now the Staples Center. All right. So that but, makes sense. But there's got to be like a billion ways in and out of that joint. So if they wanted to break, probably like secret entrances and exits. Uh, and and the CNN now is they saying push this away is, some tumbleweeds under some rocks. Breaking news from CNN: It says sources say Michael Jackson's body to be at Staples Center memorial. And I mean, and and CNN, you got to figure. Wouldn't say it if they absolutely believed it to be the case because everybody knows at this point that they were just hours behind it, even confirming that he was dead. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, when TMZ had it like, a, you know, 20 minutes after the fact.
7: Well, why is his body even necessary for this thing? I mean, are they going to actually. That makes it more. Are they going to show are they actually it? Yes. Yeah. Are they going to put him on display? Are they going to like prop him up? in I a hope so. Case that would just be the best
3: thing
2: ever. Pyrotechnics
3: and blue smoke.
7: Finally, it clears. Do you think they'd show him? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean why could, not? If they're not going to show him, you could just bring out any box and go, There's yeah, like, he's in there.
2: You have to take my word for it. Um, this says, Rick, I seem to remember old news reports as a kid of Charlie Chaplin's body being stolen and held for ransom. Does Tim remember this? Tim? No, I'm not that old. <laughs> I been mean, no, but, the, 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 but uh, you have knowledge of things that happened uh, before your time. You are a newsman, after all.
3: I'm trying to think.
2: No, see, the, the only thing I remember like that, and even I don't really remember this, but it's i have read about it is those guys that literally I was sort of joking about earlier, but they actually they caught these guys like with a like with a chisel or something uh-huh. trying to get Elvis's body out from underneath that concrete slab at graceland.
7: Mm. There was a story that um like Michael Caine and uh like david niven and and some guys like that i believe snatched I think it was John Barrymore's body supposedly and took it back home and propped it up in a chair and like gave it a drink scared somebody with it or something yeah David Niven stole somebody's so, body I, I I may be misremembering which which British actors were involved in this John hijinks. Barrymore I, I you're not I, thinking again, of Graham Parsons it's uh, yes I mix up John Barrymore and Graham Parsons <laughs> all the time they're like Merv Griffin and Mike Douglas in my mind I can't keep them straight <laughs>
2: Hey, John Barrymore! Sing us uh Burrito Brothers song. Come on! Ah, oh, the great
7: profile, Graham Parsons. The,
2: the uh, <laughs> well, because Graham Parsons he was sort of a, an early country, uh, an early country rock singer in manner of uh, in manner of the Eagles, I guess, in a broad sort of sense. But then after he died, didn't his friends all steal his body and go set it on
3: fire in the desert? That's I also. Yes, it was I... Errol Flynn. Who took the body and perched it up in a chair with a bottle? Errol Flynn did not steal Graham Parsons' body. Oh, I'm thinking about John Barrymore. I
2: also mix he up. He came uh, in a window on a came in a window with a sash. <laughs> I have come for Graham Parsons.
7: I also mix up John Gilgood and Dwayne Allman <laughs> all the time. I I just can't keep them straight. <laughs> uh, on that
2: note, ladies and gentle uh, folk, when we come back, Don Taylor will talk about uh, DVD releases, uh, and we will have uh, a woman named Kitty. Later this hour, she's inside uh, the Staples Center. Jim Roop is there as well. Plus, more news from Tim Riley. And sometime this hour, your chance to win tickets to see Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. We'll be listening. We are live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon.
0: This is the Rick and Show on Rock 101 KUFO. Now broadcasting everywhere.
1: At all times. To everyone. In accordance with prophecy.
0: The Rick Emerson Show. Live or via podcast at KUFO.com.
2: Live from beautiful downtown Portland, it is the Rick Emerson radio program. It's 503 228 4101. Wait a minute. Does your copy of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows have that stamp inside saying that you stood in line? Because that's a lie. I stood in line for you.
4: I know, and I really appreciate
2: it. Does it have the little the seal on the inside of the. I think uh, so. <laughs> So I just so when Harry when the final Harry Potter book came out, so I went and I stood in line uh, at Powell's.
7: In your wizard hat?
2: I did not wear a wizard <laughs> hat. I was flanked by wizards. Uh, but uh, did you wear
7: your little your little striped necktie like I, you were going to Hogwarts? I
2: was dressed just normally as I as I am now, um, but I was. But it, but it was just it was sort of great actually because that was the uh, that was the uh, the night that there were the huge events everywhere. So Laura and I did this whole circle. We started at the Powell's downtown. Boy, this makes me sound like a tool, but mm-hmm. what are you going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, we started at the Powells downtown, where they had this whole business of uh, Dumbledore and McGonag- uh, McGonagall showing up in a uh, in a carriage, and this was when the book went on sale, I guess, at midnight. And so the Dumbledore guy gets off the carriage, and he has this huge key he's holding above his head, and he's, you know, and he's making his way through the crowd to open the front door of the Powells <laughs> with this giant sparkly key, which will then. <sighs> And I mean in the retelling it doesn't sound nearly as righteous as it was. It really was pretty fantastic. No, it sounds great. It was like 3000 people there gathered outside Powell's which was I mean it was, it was pretty glorious. Um but then of course we realized like we're never getting in. This like, mm-hmm. we're going to be here till 4 a.m. F this. And so we left. We went to like what is the thing on Third Borders? So we went to Borders. Yeah. That was a road to nowhere too because it was like cause everybody who couldn't get into the Powell's on Burnside was like, let's go to Porters And it's like, but there was that was not going to work. So finally we ended up at the at the Powell's on Hawthorne. And even that, we were in line for probably an hour, but it was fine because we were, you know, just, because everywhere you looked, you were just surrounded by, like, you know, gnomes and warlocks and, and whatever. So that was pretty great. Um, so Laura and I stood in line. We bought our two copies of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. And then there was yet another Dumbledore who had, like, this, um, what's it, like, a seal or a stamp or something. Mm-hmm. And it said, like... Because and I think just
4: at midnight or something.
2: Well, because every time I purchased a Harry Potter book that I've stood in line for, they always stamp it with something that is from that night only. Like I remember, the, 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 I think when I stood in line for Order of the Phoenix, there was something where they stamped it with some deal from. Well, it was like a, like a ticket for the for the Hogwarts Express or whatever the hell. Anyway, but they stamp it and then they broke the mold. Uh, once the line was done, and then you were at the space room, and I went down and I gave you your copy at the space room, and you're all thanks so much. And I'm like, and,
4: and
7: I, I remember, still really appreciate it.
2: Uh, I remember being bitter at the time that yours, uh, your book says that you stood in line, you damn woman. You did no such thing.
7: That's such a magical story, you know, Dumbledore and his magical key, and then Sarah getting sloshed at the spacer. <laughs> Thank you for my book,
2: Sarah, with her with her Carol Channing cigarette holder. <laughs> all right, Tim Riley. What stories are we following?
3: Did we have breaking news of some? Kind? Okay, it has been confirmed by Los Angeles Police Chief William Bratton that Michael Jackson's casket will be taken to the downtown oh Staples God. Center for the singer's Starstead Memorial Service. Once again, the casket will be taken to the downtown Staples Center. And the police chief warns, those who do not belong at the Staples Center shouldn't go near there. Instead, you should just go to a, a Staples store and buy some office supplies just, in uh, honor of the King of Pop. So this is, so this is now the LAPD saying his that casket is, will be there. the police chief. St. Michael Jackson's casket will be taken to the downtown Staples Center. People are going to be passing out all over the place. Now overcome.
2: I'm already zen with the fact that we're, we're going to be unbelievably behind as of so now. This just
3: weird to be sitting here reading this. The,
2: um, Sarah's shaking her head. Oh, by what? the oh, no, way. No, we can't
4: because we have Jim at... Yeah, we just have to, we have to stay on task. By, by no, the no, way, no, we're,
2: it, we're on task. I'm just saying. <laughs> the, the, everything. I know that everything is just going to you know take three times as long as we plan.
6: If,
3: if you're at If you're at work with television, you can't watch it online. At KUFO.com. There's also a link to it at RileyLive.com, so you can watch the whole thing live via CBS. So why would the police chief confirm
2: that the body was going to be there if they are also trying to keep people away? This seems like it's at odds with their mission statement of keeping it under control. This is
3: from the AP in Los Angeles. Right, but do you see what I mean? Like, Like, if the cops don't want people showing up there... Because, probably by now, the streets have already been blocked off, and they have locked these streets down to keep them open. So they can now verify it, knowing that nobody can drive on the route plan.
2: Yeah, see, if I was so, if I was the cops, I would just say like, ah, eh, we haven't heard that. That's, I mean, if you're in
3: L.A., you might as well take the day off because there is absolutely no way that you can get from the Valley to L.A. or the other way around, or any unless you're living on the West Side where you can take the San Diego Freeway, and hopefully you're working on the West Side. But other than that, it, if you have to go to Hollywood today, if you have to go to downtown L.A., it's not going to happen unless you t- you can't take public transportation downtown. Now you can't take the subway.
2: I, so I'm, yeah, I'm looking at this and, yeah, so everybody now sort of seems to be on the, his body will be there tip.
7: (laughs) Right. How much is this costing? Oh, it doesn't oh, matter. It's Michael billions. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, we we'll, we'll early... print, we'll print more
2: money. That's the thing. It's like, you know, somewhere there's a guy at the Federal Reserve going, well, all right, fire up the press. Well, bum, 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 bum.
7: Isn't like Los Angeles and California, aren't they like, you know, yes. with IOUs. Right, writing bad checks and stuff like that? So, but so does Michael Jackson. Yeah. I
2: mean, they, they should he's just, dying as he they, lived in debt.
7: They should just present a bill to the Staples Center and and the Jackson people and just say, okay, thank, here's what the... This here. Uh, really,
2: I'm... the Jackson family is like one step away from filing a consolidation loan at this yeah. point and from taking out like a payday
3: advance. Uh, I mean, there's... Mm. Oh, no, by the way, I just wanted to confirm the Staples Center is the Staples Center. It already always has been, and the Forum is separate. It's an in Inglewood.
2: So the L.A. Forum is a different building altogether.
3: Correct. We, we were wrong. God Almighty.
2: All right. Well, here's uh, here's what we'll do. So uh, straight ahead, uh, we will have more on the happening to the Staples Center. We'll spend a couple minutes talking to a uh, a woman named uh, Kitty who's uh, inside. So she will actually be seeing Michael Jackson's, well, at least the casket. I mean, the body will presumably be inside, right? Right. I mean, what? Allegedly. But it must be like an open Uh, casket thing, because otherwise, why would they have it? Why would they bring the casket there? So that's the next
3: question. If they weren't going to show
2: you. Now it's not enough that the body's there. Now I demand to see it. Show me his body. This is sort of. I think you're asking for too much. No, now Tim, if you don't ask, you don't get. You know how that works. You just, if you if you want something, you have to put. Look, you have to put your demands on the table. I suppose. Uh, that's the first step in negotiation. You let it be known what you desire. Oh, I wish great. to see Michael Jackson's corpse. I mean, right only... they
7: haul out the uh, the casket and the crowd just starts yelling, "Open it! Open it! Open it!"
3: <laughs> no, that's that's in a Mervin's commercial.
2: And by the way, Sarah's shaking her head disapprovingly, like you're different than me somehow, sister. You ain't. You may think you're better than. No,
4: I, am. I was as I was shaking my head. I was thinking I was one of the first people to want to look at that David Carradine photo. Did,
2: I, I have no shame. Anybody who thinks that—that's true. If well, that seems like the, a
3: long ago celebrity death. Oh yeah. Well, but they're, they're going to bring the coffin there, they're going to have to open it. That's the thing. It's like you
4: can't. I wonder if he's going to have. A, if it's going to be like a glass top on the coffin or something.
3: Sort of like a, uh,
2: like a
4: Sleeping Beauty kind of thing.
2: Or like Vladimir Lenin. Mm, yeah. All right. Excellent.
3: Maybe it can be left outside of the Staples Center after today. It's uh, sort of like a Kissing the Blarney Stone kind of a thing. Propped up like in the Kremlin. Or
2: like (laughs) Zoltar in the
3: movie Big.
7: Or like Han in Carbonite.
2: Wow. We are the shiniest show in existence. There's no getting around that. All right, straight ahead, we'll talk to Kitty from inside the Staples Center. Uh, Don Taylor will at some point uh, talk about some other things that are going on in the world of entertainment. Um, But, again, I'm I'm zen with the fact that we're just going to roll with it today. Uh, It is Tuesday. We're live from beautiful downtown Portland. Stay there, won't you please?
1: This is the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO.
0: Shopping for all your cult-like devotion.
3: It's like if let loose, they would kill you or leave you behind to die in a blizzard. RickEmerson.com. Do it now.
2: Uh, Live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon, it is the Rick Emerson Radio Program. We're here with uh, Don Taylor from Cinematical. Hello, Don Taylor. Hi there. Hello, so we'll uh, talk about uh, DVD releases and uh, and so forth uh, here. In, I say as though they're not just about to wheel Michael Jackson's body into the Staples Center. <laughs> Let's talk about DVD releases. Never mind that Michael Jackson's corpse is going to be stuck in the back of a wagon or something. On
4: a really hot day in take a into the Staples Center, seriously.
3: So it's really, truly going to happen, according to the police chief. Oh, Michael Jackson's God. body will be motorcated or possibly helicoptered. To the Staples Center after the family service, and every third—I'm looking at this—this
2: uh, this thing there. This is like a live—I don't know—it's like a live Twitter feed or something of the people who are there watching the coverage. And every third message is something about like uh, you know, I hope that he comes out of the casket and sings "Thriller," and this is the beginning of a world tour probably want to tamp tamp down those uh, those expectations just a bit just uh, uh, m- but we can dream yes. manage your enthusiasm a little bit but how just awesome we're to the- be
4: pleasantly surprised i'm telling you right now don't bank on it
2: if, if i in exchange for michael jackson not really being dead and just popping out of the casket doing like Wah-ha! and then it's, and then you know and then the music begins playing or something um and then ashton Kutcher leaps out of a potted plant with a camera
3: <laughs> Hello. What what uh, what was that? I'm not sure what's happening. All right. Anyway, that was sound from the the Havenhurst home of the Jackson.
2: In exchange for Michael Jackson, though, not really being dead and just sort of leaping out of his coffin, I would let you cut off one of my fingers, not one of my thumbs, because I need those. No. I'd let you chop off one of my fingers, uh, sort of like in the Rule Doll story. Uh, uh, That's uh, so magnificent would that be. I said for the longest time that... Of these three things, mm-hmm. let me ask you this, uh, Z- uh, Sarah and Don: if you could either A, have definitive proof that there was alien life of some significant form somewhere in the universe, uh, you, know, yeah, you know, maybe not like, uh, you know, they're going to come here tomorrow, but they're also not like, it's not microbes, vaguely human life somewhere in the universe, definitive proof, or it turns out tomorrow, Elvis alive.
7: Oh, wow.
4: Uh, I want the aliens thing. I think I'll go for
2: Elvis. See, me too. I'd go for Elvis. Elvis. Just because I think we all kind of figure on some level there's got to be something else out there in the universe. Nobody really thinks Elvis is alive anymore. We've moved on. That's why I want it to happen.
7: And because the whole story behind where he's been, what he's been doing, that would just be so intriguing.
2: Like he was just hanging out in Nantucket or something. Uh, Greg Nibbler. So we're we're going to be talking to this woman, Kitty Holscher. Holscher, I believe it is. All right. So she's inside the Staples Center. Uh, Yes, she was on her way over there when I talked to her an hour ago. What is your read on Kitty? Uh, Kitty is very, very excited to be uh, calling into the show and actually very excited that she submitted her phone number for everyone to call her. So I, I called her and I was like, yeah, this is Greg Nibbler from the Rick Emerson show. And she instantly goes, oh, is this Rick? And I kind of got the impression that she knew who you were already. No, which, I hadn't talked. to her. Which is yeah, th- that's what was kind of weird about that already. And uh, yeah, she is very excited about uh, about us calling her. Does she? Uh, does she seem a little crazy? Oh yes, yeah, she seems. No, she seems kind of awesome. like those people. <laughs> you know those people that go
3: uh, that witness like a horrible accident and then try to find every camera possible to tell how yes. horrible it was, what they just saw. That's uh, that's the kind of person she
2: seems. That kitty has yeah. claws. Yeah. All, right. All right. So What, what are you? What, what are you doing over there? Sorting hat. Oh, I thought you were, I think you were just scratching yourself. Okay, okay. Um,
4: How would I be scratching myself? I thought you were doing, doing I this. Thought, I, I thought it looked <laughs> like you were.
2: It looked like you were kind of doing that uh, that thing where you run your fingers through your scalp really quickly. All right. no. Uh Okay, so we'll be talking to Kitty here in just a moment. All right, all right, we'll great. Get her on the phone. All right, uh, and in just one second, don't call quite yet. In just a moment, we'll be taking caller ten for your shot at a pair of tickets to see Harry Potter. And The Half-Blood Prince, uh, which premieres next Monday. Uh, In the meantime, Don Taylor, uh, what might the uh, good people be able to see on DVD if they head to the new releases section as of today?
7: Uh, Well, I had one thing in particular that I found interesting. Um, For the first time in like five years, there's a new release of Near Dark, which is an exceptionally good vampire film uh, directed by Catherine Bigelow, who also directed Point Break and uh, Blue Steel, and she directed the current film The Hurt Locker, which is getting extraordinary reviews um and there's a couple of things that are excellent about it. it's just a terrific movie it's uh way ahead of its time as far as being a edgy sort of uh different sort of vampire movie not the broody you know romantic vampire type film uh adrian Pazdar, who plays the older brother uh who flies on heroes uh he was in it this movie came out in 87 so this was like 22 years ago and he's dreamy in Near Dark, uh, he gets uh, bitten by a chick he picks up hitchhiking and gets snatched by her family that are a gang of ne'er-do-well criminal vampires, led by H- Lance Henriksen, Excellent. and including Bill Paxton, who uh, doesn't doesn't trust the newcomer and wants to kill him. But here's something that's interesting. I wanted to show you this. The new release, uh, the new DVD, uh, They somebody said, okay, we've got this movie by Catherine Bigelow, Hurt Locker, we got this old vampire feeling, and and this will appeal to the Twilight kids because it's vampires. Take a look. Uh, Here's a side by side. uh, Visual aids are great on the radio. The uh, DVD cover for Twilight and the new DVD. So they've just ripped it off.
2: So it's like it is like a flat out. uh, It is a flat out Xerox. Of the Twilight cover, right? The, the original DVD
7: and the old posters, nothing nothing like this. But the current DVD that comes out today looks exactly like the cover of Twilight.
2: And so this is, uh, so this is, uh, this reminds me of. And in a moment, we'll uh, we have some. Okay, so what is? I'm sorry to interrupt here. What is the deal with uh, with Kitty? So is she ten minutes away from the yes, Staples she's, Center.
4: She's not there yet.
2: So do we want to check in with her probably in a bit then? Yes. Yeah, Why don't we do that? We'll let her kind of. Uh, we'll let her get uh, if in. If that works for her. Yeah, we'll let her get there if that works for her. Then we can kind of speak to her when she's. Otherwise, we're just going to be like. So, what does the oh, traffic like where you are?
3: Also, the the, uh, Jackson family motorcade has not left Encino yet, which leads me to believe that the family memorial service is going to start late because there's no way that they can get from Forest Lawn to Forest Lawn in less than 15 minutes. All right. Even though the roads are cleared for them.
2: So this is a... Well, that was going to be my other question. How are they dealing with the traffic uh, situation? I mean, they must have... Is the man sort of fanning out ahead of them and just sweeping everything clear? Yes. All right.
3: Uh, so they have uh, they have a fleet of Range Rovers from Encino Range Rover who gave them to the family for free. I wonder why. <laughs> um,
2: real quickly, I do have to just say just on on your note, uh, Dawn of modern DVDs that sort of uh, where they've been re released with different covers. It's like when The Dark Knight came out, and they took that nineteen Tim. When did that Batman movie with the exploding shark come out? The Adam West one was like 60, 66, 66 and it's the one where it has the bad them walking up the side of the building, and they're clearly just standing, and they've tilted the camera. But if you look at the DVD cover of the re-release of the, of the 1966 Batman movie, which is Adam West and Burt Ward, and it's very kooky, and it's, you know, it's all very campy. You look at the front, and they've got Adam West, and they've just photoshopped it to where he's like in complete darkness. Uh, and then there's, you know, there's like a spooky uh, the moon or something behind him. And I think they have, and I don't even think the Joker's in that movie. He might be. But they have the Joker lurking way in the background, and, you know, and he looks very, you know, he looks very demonic and so forth. And I'm just picturing somebody who thinks they're getting the Dark Knight buying, like, the 1966 Adam West uh, film. Sarah just put a paper dunce cap on her head, which I'm assuming indicates that, uh, is that indicated we're supposed We've to do a done, hat contest? next
4: hour is going to be insane.
2: All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let us take caller 10 right now for your shot at uh, winning a pair of tickets to see <laughs> Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. That is uh caller 10 at 503-228-4101, 503-228-4101. Uh, you will have a chance to be sorted into the lucky group of uh, folks who will see the new Harry Potter film next Monday at the KUFO premiere. And, and just so uh, people
4: know, we're not cheating. Like, we've already established what house it's going to be because people are, like, thinking... Did you
2: somebody know. think that we were not playing? That we were—it so like, was a crooked after house. The,
4: yeah, after you see Oh, it. you know what?
2: Why do friend? Why don't you uh, bite it, huh? You know? Why don't you just eat one? Jesus, eat a full bag.
7: And it's not true because he asked me earlier to give him one to use in the contest, and really? I did. So like I have
2: been... a vested interest in whether some guy goes to see Harry Potter or not. Why don't you get bent? <laughs> all right. Jesus. Yes, I'm rigging the Harry Potter contest because I've got nothing better to do with my time. Uh, so anyway uh, we have already uh, yes we we have already established
8: <laughs> Jeez, okay
2: so we have already established that this is the in my opinion the best book in the series and it remains mm. to be seen whether the movie is going to live up to it but the advance word on it is very very cool
4: oh my god uh, i'm so excited and we're going to go see it next monday too right
2: Yes, we are. I'm absolutely going to be there. Woo-hoo. So, uh Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince opens next Monday. So, uh real quickly, what else is coming out of the world of DVD, Don?
7: Um it, uh... I know the, the Nick Cage movie Knowing is out today. Uh there's a horror film called The Undead. Uh really though as far as everything that's coming out on DVD today, if honestly, if you haven't seen Near Dark, it's uh, 20 years old, but if you haven't seen Near Dark, it is a f- it, the, this whole DVD cover thing cracked me up because it is a far superior film. To Twilight in absolutely every way.
2: <laughs> really setting the and, bar uh, high there.
7: Well, and Catherine Bigelow was married for a couple of years to um, James Cameron. And so you can actually see, even though she directed this a couple of years before she was married to Cameron, you can see a, very, a similarity in their styles and, and themes and stuff in uh, Near Dark. By the way, I
2: love Lance Henriksen. Only because he... Because he says everything like he's that guy in Millennium who's looked into the face of the abyss and I've seen the cold look of the darkness as it seems, you know, to come from within my soul. Blah blah blah. And Everything has that one. It all has that one bishop style. Moment. Yeah,
7: he makes a great creepy vampire.
2: He makes a great creepy uh, everything. He's one of those guys you can't really imagine having relations uh, with him because it would just, <laughs> honey, I, I honey, I, the moment. Have of you tried? The moment of fulfillment is at hand. Uh, all right, what do we, uh, all right, let's uh, welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show. This is, uh, is this Rennie? Yes. Rennie, is that short for something?
9: No, it's the real thing.
2: Is it uh, R-E-N-N-Y?
9: I-E.
2: R-E-N-N-I-E. All right, uh, Rennie, are you a Harry Potter fan? I like the movies. All right, fair enough. That certainly counts. All right, Renny, here's the way we uh, play the game. Uh, We will have you select one of the four Hogwarts houses. They are Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, and Slytherin. You will select one of the houses. We will then have the Sorting Hat. Pick a house. If the two match, you win a pair of tickets to see Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince next Monday, courtesy of KUFO. If not, you win only Sadness. Uh, Are you prepared? I'm ready. All right. Of the four houses, Ravenclaw, uh, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, and Slytherin, which house are you choosing? I'm
9: choosing
2: Slytherin. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the sorting hat will now decide.
0: Well, hello. Hmm. Very difficult.
7: (laughs) Slytherin!
2: Hey! Hey! Yay! Look at that. Rennie, congratulations. You have been sorted into the lucky group of people going to see Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince next Monday, courtesy of KUFO. Thank
4: you.
2: Congratulations. Put you on hold. Greg will get your information. Thank you for listening, Rennie.
3: Thank you. All right, there you go. Oh, my God. oh that was so delightful.
2: delightful. And you know, right on the heels of some jackass claiming that it was rigged, huh? Yeah, that's right. Who's rigged now, Mr. Riggy Man? That make any sense? Yeah, I mean, you're kind of crazy. That I should have I should have pulled the ripcord in that like two or three sentences earlier. Dawn Taylor, read her uh, online at Cinematical. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Always a great pleasure.
7: And it's a thrill to be here on Michael Jackson death.
2: Day. Oh, it's the best <laughs> day ever. All right. Uh, straight ahead, we will uh, talk to Jim Roop, who is at the Staples Center. Also, uh, a woman named Kitty, who is uh, moments away from being uh, admitted inside as one of the lucky eleven thousand. And Tim Riley has more news as well. Plus, next hour, a summer of rock three pack. Stay there. We're live. From in beautiful downtown Portland.
0: The Rick Emerson Show. On Rock 101. KUFO. KUFO Portland.
2: Oh, I see. So the Jackson family is on their way to Forest Lawn right, right now.
3: Right. That hasn't it,
2: even started. They are now
3: on the Ventura Freeway. And they've closed down the Ventura Freeway. Jesus.
2: Eastbound. I'm, everybody's happy about that.
3: Yeah. Good and, of God. course, the people going westbound, it's one solid gonker block. And, yeah, they've closed down the Ventura Freeway. I-, I can't think of any other time they've done that.
2: I mean, it really is. It is that is that is a pretty amazing sight to they see. They
3: have the entire Ventura Freeway to the oh, 1, 2, three, four, at least four lanes.
2: I mean, the whole thing is just wide open. All right. Uh, it is the Rick Emerson Radio Programmer, live from beautiful downtown uh, Portland, Oregon, coming up around 8.30. We'll talk to Jim Roop from CNN, who is inside the Staples Center. All right, uh, standing outside the Staples Center uh, right now, uh, we want to welcome now uh, to the Rick Emerson Show, Kitty. And you'll have to pr- forgive me, is it Holcher? Hol- Holcher?
9: It is Holsher, and they closed the Ventura freeway. Wow.
2: Yes. So, uh, Kitty, you are—you were one of the lucky uh, eleven thousand. You got tickets uh, to the Michael Jackson memorial. Did you? I mean, you probably didn't—didn't didn't expect it. Did you? Was it a thing that you—you you just entered on a whim, or is it as soon as you—you you heard that the tickets were available? Is it something you were really, really, really wanting to go to?
9: I just entered on the L.A. Times. They were, you know, giving away some tickets, and I won.
2: Did it ever occur to you to sell them?
9: Um, I can't say the thought hasn't crossed my mind, but, so, uh, but at this point, it's, I'm in. I'm in it to win it because they won't even let anybody without a ticket come within two blocks of the Staples Center. So I got to give props to LAPD because they got this thing wired. You think you, you know, you think Obama was here or something like that?
2: And so you, so you had to go get a wristband, and then you had to go. And so if you, so if you don't even, if you don't have the ticket, like you can't get anywhere near the outside of the Staples Center, which explains why there's not much of a crowd right in the immediate vicinity.
9: Right. I, everybody that's here is going to be inside, so you can't, you can't get within a couple blocks radius of the Staples Center unless you have a ticket and a wristband, and they have the streets closed, and the police are checking, and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, they got it wired. So, ha, I
2: can't believe have they, So have they started letting people in yet?
9: Yeah, I think they are starting to let people in, because um, I'm standing in a really long line of people, and it did just move a little bit. And my friend, who has my other ticket, said he thinks that they're starting to um, let people in, so...
2: We're, we're yes. talking. We're, we're talking to Kitty Holster. She's outside uh, uh, the Staples Center, waiting to get in. She has a ticket to the Jackson Memorial. Somebody told me. Greg Nibbler, our production assistant, told me that you uh, were at Elvis's funeral. Is that true?
9: No. Well, I was in. I was a young girl back then. I have to say, 77. Like her yeah. But yeah, I was in Tennessee, in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, when Elvis died. And I just remember like the flood of people that all were heading to Tennessee, but. It wasn't like this. You know, it was not like
2: this. What, what, what's the general, like, mood of, of the crowd? Would you say that it's uh, people are rambunctious or are they sort of quiet? I mean, what is the, what's the tone? Somber,
9: somber crowd. I, I mean, everybody in line is just kind of standing here with, like, straight face.
2: Um, so you are going to be uh, going inside here in a bit. The, the ceremony is supposed to start at 10, although I know that the Jackson family themselves are still at um, uh, Forest Lawn. Have you heard uh, the story now that they're saying Michael Jackson's uh, uh, body will be brought to the Staples Center for this? Have you guys heard that down there?
9: You know, I did hear that. and I was watching the news before I came down here from the hotel, and they said that they might be flying it in on a...
2: And a helicopter, they're saying they might, yeah.
9: Department, fire department helicopter's going to fly it in or something like that, so... Yeah,
2: So, so yeah. will oh, we'll be here. I, I, I know it's kind of hectic, and you're going to be uh, busy getting inside there. So let me ask you this. Uh, can we uh, talk to you for a few minutes tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, to sort of get your take on, on how everything transpired inside? we
9: sure can. You can call me tomorrow. You can call me
2: next week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Kitty, you're, you're a doll. All right, Kitty, I'm going to I'm going to put you on hold. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. Uh, Greg, I put Kitty on hold. If you can pick her up there. All right, so that's uh Well, she was just as Greg described her.
3: She was adorable.
2: On that note, all right. Okay, uh, so a-
3: as we speak, the uh, Jackson family procession of vehicles left Encino about five minutes ago. Right before we started that phone call, the Ventura Freeway has been closed down for which them. Is insane, it, insane. All right. it, it has the only thing on the Ventura Freeway between Encino and, and the exit for Forest Lot is the Jackson family motorcade right now. Uh, westbound, it is still going. Who knows? where the eastbound traffic has been diverted to. So that's what's happening right now. They have not reached Forest Lawn yet. So they're running behind. When we come back, we'll have more on this,
2: and Jim Roop will be joining us from inside the Staples Center, the bottom of the hour. So Tim Riley returns next with more news on all things happening uh, in Los Angeles, in and around the Staples Center for the Jackson Family Memorial. Uh, It is the Rick Emerson Show. We're in Portland, Oregon. You stay right there, Tuesday morning.
0: This is the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO.
4: Hello, my friends. I'm here to talk to you about MaxMuscle.com. I've been doing it for a few weeks now. I have had my second validation. I actually met up with my friend I haven't seen in about a month last week. Um, Actually, last night, and he commented on how I look like I've lost weight. And it made me feel really did good. Did he say
2: it in those terms?
4: He did. He's actually like, you look thinner. And I didn't know if I should be insulted or not. But hey,
2: I'm he, not. He, he didn't do it like the, uh, the woman who does my uh, laundry, who actually said... <laughs>
4: You're less fat. (laughs) You're less squishy. Well, I am less squishy. I weigh myself. I've lost about seven pounds in in a month. That's actually pretty good. I look good. I feel healthy. I look good. I sound like James Brown. Um, More importantly, I have more energy. I'm not starving all the time. I used to shove my face full of snacks. I stay fuller longer with the program. I have lots of shakes. I eat a lot of protein. Uh, Last night, I was actually out with my buddy um, when we were hanging out, and he ordered this huge plate of nachos, and I, for one of the first times in my life, ordered a salad and chicken. It was good. I was full. It's a program to help change your lifestyle, um, and it's made for the average. Everyday person. Uh, head to maxmuscle.com, click on a store locator to find one of their many locations to talk to somebody to get started on your own program, or you can shop online at maxmuscle.com. Don't miss a moment of The Rick Emerson Show, or you'll be
0: filled with desperate, miserable shame.
1: Listen online,
0: live or via podcast at kufo.com.
2: Live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon, it is the Rick Emerson Radio Program. It's 503-228-4101. 503-228-4101. Don't forget KUFO's Summer of Rock is uh, nearly underway. Crew Fest 2. Uh, comes your way 728, ladies and gentlemen. That is July 28th, the Clark County Amphitheater. Stained, Shine down, and Chevelle is going to be August 10th at Clark County and Pedal to the Metal featuring Mudvayne Black Label Society, Static X. That is August 23rd at Washington County Fairplex. Info available at KUFO. Dot com com And sometime before the top of the hour, a uh, KUFO Summer of Rock three-pack could be yours. When you hear Motley Crue, just be caller 10 at 503-228-4101. Not now, uh, but when you hear Motley Crue, be caller 10 at 503-228-4101. That is Motley Crue sometime before 9 a.m. Uh, this morning. Be caller 10. You win a uh, three-pack, the KUFO Summer of Rock. You can find out more at KUFO.com. Uh, Tim Riley, what is happening in the world of all things uh, Michael Jackson?
3: Okay, the uh, the family motorcade has just arrived. There are about twenty Range Rovers, all they are double parked in front of the Hall of Liberty. So they have arrived from Encino. They had closed down part of the Ventura Freeway to get them there.
2: So somebody asked if that happened when they when Reagan died. They didn't, but they. But I don't think so because Reagan's funeral and his memorial were different days, and it happened in D.C. A big part of it, I think.
3: And uh, you know, most of the ceremony was at the Reagan Library, which is in Simi Valley, which is up Highway 28, which is further t- to the uh, west of the suburbs. So this, so f-
2: for people who are not familiar with uh, California, give give some sort of context to what it's like that they closed down uh, Ventura.
3: Okay, so, so the Ventura Freeway. Uh, runs all the way to Santa Barbara, basically, and then it becomes Highway 101. And then as you as you pass the Hollywood Freeway, it becomes the Pasadena Freeway, Highway 134. But it's basically the same road that continues. So coming from Encino, which is uh, to the west of the Hollywood Boulevard, they would bypass Hollywood Boulevard. Um, and let's see,
4: is there it was, comparable there was... to any like roadways around here?
2: Should be like closing I five. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge stretch of that. Because so, it intersects so,
3: with everything else. Right. So it would be like I five and um the bandfield would be the holi- the bandfield would be the Ventura Freeway going in the opposite direction. In other words. So I five bisected. And so the fact the that bay. they closed okay. that is
2: I mean, so I mean it really is just impacting I mean it's a lot of irritated people, I would imagine, right. who are just, just sitting there
3: just idly wondering if this is the time they should go crazy and begin punching people. But they have arrived, so I guess it has been reopened already. So there's a Forest Lawn exit off of that, and they took that. Now, so in, they have arrived. And then, in to, but in terms of getting
2: from Forest Lawn then to the Staples Center,
3: they, they are going to. Well, they're going to have to uh, <laughs> have to screw people again. They're going to have to take the Hollywood Freeway. Uh it's I'm, and
2: I'm looking at this here, and of course, then they've got uh, CNN uh, now officially stating again: Jackson's body will be at Memorial, which. Can I just say that that's that's the only outcome I will accept here, and so I'm glad that it looks like it's going to happen because how could you, because they would just feel so anticlimactic if it wasn't. And by the way, if you remember yesterday on the show, I expressed surprise mm-hmm. that his body wasn't going to be there. Everybody said, well, of course his body won't be there, and I'm like, well, but why wouldn't it be? I mean, they they was going to be people were going to get to see his body at Neverland. Just because you move, look, it's the same, uh, just because you put it in a different shape container doesn't mean it's not the same product. So, now the memorial is moving from one location to another, it seems like the gist of the memorial ought to be the same. You get to see the body at Neverland, you ought to get to see the body at the Staples Center. Otherwise, what are you waiting in line for? I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to see Liza Minnelli get up there and slur something? I mean, not that that's not without its entertainment value. It
3: certainly is. She's not going to be there.
2: Really? Is that true? I knew Elizabeth Taylor was. it. is Eliza Benelli also not going to be there?
3: Yeah, Elizabeth Taylor uh, released a statement. She wrote on her Twitter, like she really did this herself. Wow. <laughs> I've been asked to speak at the Staples Center. I cannot be part of the public hoopla. And I cannot guarantee that I would be coherent to, coherent to say a word. I just don't believe that Michael would want me to share my grief with millions of others. How I feel is between us, not a public event. I said I wouldn't go to the Staples Center, and I certainly don't want to be part of it. I love him very much. And for the record, she also writes... She's not on suicide watch. <laughs> <laughs> Overshare. Okay, now I'm looking at a red helicopter parked outside of uh Forest Lawn. Okay. And so going to be a red helicopter.
2: So that, that may be transporting the, the family and or uh, Michael himself. All right. Uh, straight ahead, more news from Tim Riley, also CNN radio correspondent, Jim Roop, who is inside the Staples Center. Uh, he will give us the lowdown on all that is happening there. We are live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. It is Tuesday morning. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere.
0: More of the Rick Emerson Show in mere
2: moments. Only
0: on Rock 101. Share your thoughts with billions. Call 503-228-4101.
2: Stick a bastard in it, you crap!
0: The Rick Emerson Show returns!
2: We are live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon, ladies and gentlemen, and live from beautiful downtown Los Angeles, CNN Radio correspondent to the stars, James Roop, who is at the Staples Center. Hello, sir. How are you today? I'm okay, a little tired, but I'm all right. Uh, is, uh, well, we'll cut. I know it's a, 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 a very, very hectic interview, so we'll cut right to the uh, right to the chase. So, what is you've heard this business now that the the, the LAPD, CNN, uh, everybody is now saying that Jackson's body will be there.
5: Yes, and yeah, so it will be. They're going to be motorcading from Forest Lawn, where they're just now starting to get underway with a private service. So everything's going to be pushed back at least a half hour. Uh, and then they'll bring Jackson's body over here to Staples Center, and everyone can wave to it.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh. Everybody can sort of touch it as it goes by. What's um, it like there
4: right now? Is it just crazy?
1: Well,
5: actually, no. I'm kind of surprised. The uh, the LAPD uh, doing a great job of keeping, you know, the crowds at bay. Those who are let in with uh, tickets and wristbands, very respectful crowd, not going crazy, not running around, not screaming and yelling. I think the, uh, I mean, it's almost the mood. It's almost the same mood as in the hours after the announcement of Michael Jackson's death. People are kind of going like, "Wow, uh, this is it. This is the final goodbye. This is their farewell." Uh, the weirdest thing that happened this morning was several hours ago, it was still very dark, was coming back from the bathroom and a line of elephants walking down the middle of one of the blocked streets, tail to trunk. All the same size, medium sized elephants just walking. And I thought, what in the world? And then I realized, oh yeah, Ringling Brothers starts tomorrow, so they're setting up for the circus at the same time. This thing's going. But
2: on. I mean, at the same, but at the same moment, even if there hadn't been any plausible explanation, it just sort of fits the general surreality of 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 the day, right? I mean, it's just, I mean, you were saying that you know the day that uh, that Jackson died. When you woke up that morning, the last thing you thought you were going to be talking about at the end of the day was Jackson Michael Jackson being dead. You know, and and and, and it's just sort of continued in that mode. I mean, the whole thing has just been so off the charts, uh, the bizarre. So, um, it does it does seem like they've as you said the LAPD is doing a pretty good job of making sure that everybody who's not Going to be getting inside is far away enough that they're not causing any sort of a ruckus. And we talked to a woman who was waiting in line to get in. She had a ticket and she said the same thing. The cry was very somber, very, very, uh, very uh, calm. Um, it, other than uh, the fact that now they're saying his body will be motorcading, uh, from the, 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 uh, the ceremony, is there anything else in the way of, I don't know, um, unannounced special events? Do we know if there's going to be anything else that is going to kind of catch people by surprise when this thing starts rolling?
5: I don't know. They're they're not releasing a whole lot of detail. We sort of know what will happen when it starts to happen. It, it is that. It is that strange. I mean, our whole lives have been on hold for 12 days, and it continues to be that way. And you know, just the fact that this thing's getting started even later than yeah. anticipated. You know, it's. It, you know, it's a little disrespectful for the rest of the world <laughs> so that they're taking their sweet time with it. But then again, this is something you can't rush, I guess, you know. Uh, this is a memorial service, and, and it is what it is. Uh, there are, um, you know, I, I can't even count. I'm looking at the Hall of Liberty where there's, service is going is where my son had his uh, high school graduation just a couple of weeks ago and so I know it's a huge hall, and there are lots of people there and the, the number of cars that showed up that that private service is going to take
2: a couple of hours and where are uh, and so where are you going to be stationed while this is all happening a stable center and so but I mean but you're physically speaking like there's the, there's the, is there a booth or is there you are you somewhere up
5: like a skybox like sky of some kind I'm not sure yet uh, that I'm, I'm nowhere near I'm nowhere near at the, at that point of my day yet. You know, still doing live shots outside, but uh, it, it, you know, this, I, I, you know, it's a it's an need to know basis. When it happens, I'll be told go here, and I'll go there, and I'll be happy about it the, because we're in the home stretch.
2: The flying wedge of security will take you to your plushly appointed pad in the, no, uh, in, I, do, in the I do
5: have to say, because you you mentioned it before, the LAPD really doing a great job of keeping uh, everything pretty much under control of those who should not be around. But not around. Uh, maybe that's what's adding to the respectfulness of the day itself. But yeah, you know, it's 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 a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it would truly be a spectacle. I have no idea what's happening on the outside of the boundaries here. But for right now, it's uh it's pretty good here. People are actually taking pictures of the pictures that are flashing by on the jumbotron. Out here, you know, I mean, what kind of picture can that possibly be?
2: Jesus, but, we, I mean, that's and I'm and I'm looking here at the, at the CNN has this uh, this uh, Facebook uh, thing where it's like you can watch the live video and the Facebook updates are scrolling by, and it's the same thing where people are just people are giving comments on comments of coverage of of pictures of coverage. I mean, it really is just. And we're, and we're, you know, and everything is running lay We're getting uh, underway here just a, a bit. I guess the Jackson just still at Forest Lawn. So I, I know you've got a, 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 an insane schedule to keep to. So we will uh, let you go. Uh, we will undoubtedly speak with you, if not tomorrow, then in the very, very near future, kind of get a recap on, on everything. Oh, so, man, we got we got to talk tomorrow. All right. Well, buckle in, uh, brother. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bud. Right, there you Bye. go. There's uh, Jim Rope, ladies and gentlemen, live at the Staples Center in Los
3: Angeles. I'm so jealous. L- lots of police on horseback. And the horses appear to be wearing sunglasses of some sort. And they, really? Yeah.
2: Well, it Little is Los Angeles. Uh, so I am. Uh, I'm looking at this here, and uh, I'm, okay, again. So this is, uh, There's a photo of the elephants that are all walking by. Good mm-hmm. God Almighty! All right, ladies and gentlemen, at the news desk, it's your personal savior, Tim Riley. <laughs>
0: the News with Tim Riley.
3: So, yes, it is true. It looks like Michael Jackson's body will be airlifted. There's a helicopter that that's, awesome. that's parked outside, either that or by motorcade. I vote for helicopter. Well, Roop I says motorcade,
2: uh, and and CNN has confirmed this, and Roop says uh, that he thinks they're going to... So, so is the, they close Ventura to get to Force Lawn. They'll mm-hmm. close... You said it was... Uh, They'll
3: have to close the Hollywood, Hollywood. Boulevard for, for them to get downtown.
2: Wow. Um, here we go. Uh, let's see. Teddy Riley... Uh, a singer who worked closely with Jackson on several albums said Jackson family members mm-hmm. told him the casket will be driven in a procession from Forest Lawn to the to the arena. Can, are you effing kidding me? Wow, He said it wouldn't be... Fa- th- okay, now, Teddy Riley and I, on the same page. Mm-hmm. Teddy Riley speaks for all of us. He says, it wouldn't be fair for the fans who are going to appear and be here at the Stable Center not to see his casket. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You wait in line, you get this. You know, it's like going to to the Louvre and the Mona Lisa is covered with a tarp or something because of fixing it. You you go, you want to see the body. That's just the way it is. Habeas corpus. Show
3: me the corpse. You know who's disrespectful is Joyce DeWitt, getting arrested for DUI during this whole thing. Wow, and making us see her face. That's mm. the other thing. <laughs> she drove past a barricade in El Segundo, which isn't a very good place. So I think she's fallen from grace. After I well, what is the last thing uh,
2: that what is the last thing that Joyce DeWitt was in? Three's Company. Yeah, that's there. You go. That's. I mean, the, the is that why I don't know who she is? Really? You know, did yeah. you ever watch Three's
3: Company?
4: Mm-hmm. Have you ever really watched that show? No, I. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of it.
2: Here's the thing about Three's Company. It's pretty awful, but it's actually pretty funny. Uh, it's, it, and it's. It's
4: very
3: seventies.
2: It's very seventies. But here's the thing: when you watch uh, Three's Company, you realize that John Ritter was really, really a gifted comic actor. Mm-hmm. That show. I'll put it this way. He elevates what is a terribly written, badly directed, broadly conceived and sort of ill-devised program to to being actually very funny. It's all about John Ritter. I mean, to expect
3: people to sit through a half an hour or something like that would be unheard of now.
2: Well, especially because the whole selling point, like with Charlie's Angels, they called it Jiggle TV because you were just watching some uh, well-endowed young ladies with no undergarments in like a tight-fitting tank top. Mm-hmm. But it's really not even that... Uh, I was going to say titillating, but it's not. It's, you know, but it's, it's really not. It's not even that... uh That tantalizing when you watch it now. I guess it was all relative to the time. Mm -hmm. And I never found Suzanne Somers to be hot. I'm just going to say it. I never thought she was all that sexy.
3: Well, it was many years ago, uh, a woman named Grace from Michigan was delayed at Detroit Metro Airport as she tried to get to New York to see family. She was out for the spot on a small chartered plane and took her seat next to a soft-spoken young man. She looked at him and asked his name. And very, very softly, he said,
1: Michael. And I said, oh, I love that name. I said, but what is your last name? And he said so softly, I, I had to let him repeat it. Jackson.
3: That's creepy. Wow. <laughs> they chatted all the way to New York.
5: I said, everybody loves you.
1: I said, but I wouldn't want to be you for anything in the world. And he said, why not? I said, because you really don't know who really loves you
3: or who really has their hand out. You see, he offered her a ride to Manhattan.
7: You could just feel the kindness in this man. I never thought I would live to see the day when this did happen. The
5: world has lost a great, great talent. But more than that, they've lost a very
2: sweet soul. Who is
3: Grace? Why? <laughs> what? It's Grace who met Michael um, Jackson many years Grace, ago. It's Grace, Rick. <laughs>
2: how, do we, do, do, how do we know Grace met Michael Jackson? We Grace could be a crazy person.
3: Well, there there are one, two, three, four, five, some bites from Grace. How could I refuse? Grace, I'm going to call the news
2: like... and say that I met Michael Jackson. <laughs> and that he and I shared a frogert uh, in, uh, in, uh, in in Hillcrest Dude, uh, you better many do years it ago. Now.
3: Well, the story is hot.
2: By the way, I'm reading some of these Facebook comments. Ago, I was telling Rupa about this. So it's comments on comments on coverage on pictures of comments of coverage. It says I'm so jealous because angels or angles in heaven are all moonwalking says somebody from Toronto. How so, can
3: angles moonwalk? I don't know.
2: And and you know, here's the thing that marks Are they you. Right angles. Would you like to just be uh, marked as a tard for all your peers? Spell, uh, use the word "cause." C U Z. You do that. Look, I mean, even in terms of net lingo, it, the writing, the, using it, it's bad enough you're going to truncate it from because to cause. If you're going to do that, you spell it C U Z. You do, you look like a you look like a nincompoop. You look like a boob. Anyway, jealous. Lincoln
4: poop is one of my favorite words.
2: Cause angles in heaven are all moonwalking. It says in the uh, in quotes. Well, I'm sorry, that was me um, there. either. All right. Do we know if he's being buried without a brain? Did we ever figure out a thing? No they... brain. No brain. No brain. I'm that sorry, that was just on the mainstream media. That was just so I could play this. There was the, the brain will be returned in three weeks, so maybe that could be flown into the Staples. We could state. do a separate funeral uh-huh. for the brain. Mm-hmm. Maybe the it, brain Is could... the
4: brain going to his family? Yes, so it they is. say they're getting it back?
2: Right. What do you mean is the brain going to his family? Well, they're no, going to bury it. it. They're not going to keep it in a jar. I mean, I guess they could.
3: Eventually, it's going to be.
4: But it will have its own little brain box? That would be great.
3: Now, uh, by the way, uh, Sarah Palin stepped down in part. Because of what David Letterman said about her. Are you kidding me?
4: Oh, that's such a cop-out.
3: Yeah. That, that is, yes.
4: Good thing she's not a quitter.
2: No, it's good thing she's not a quitter or thin-skinned. It's a good thing to know that they raise women to be tough there in uh, in, in in Alaska. All right. Harry Potter premieres tonight in London.
3: Uh, it's all very exciting. Hey, yeah, you know, my, uh, my Sarah Palin sound. Oh, by vote. the way, Sarah Palin called Dick Cheney and Rudy Giuliani before quitting to ask for advice. Really? Yes. <laughs> uh, she has both their numbers, apparently. The world needs more trigs.
2: Here's the slightly longer version.
1: The world needs more trigs, not fewer.
2: You can just insert your own uh, comment there. Oh, by the way, apparently John Ritter stole Johnny Cash's thunder by dying on the same day.
4: No, I thought it was, it, it was vice versa. Because I remember they both died, yeah, in the same morning, like at the same time.
2: Yeah, I, okay, so I guess, and I think the, 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 this person may be being sarcastic, but, uh, the, but I didn't realize that John Ritter died the same day as Johnny oh, Cash. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that at all. Maybe, well, I guess because he got cashed. Well, uh, it was it, when
4: we were working later too. I remember because I missed a bunch of text messages, and then uh, the first ones was, R. I was RIP Johnny Cash, then RIP John Ritter. I have
2: no idea where I was when Johnny Cash died. None, zero. In fact, I mean, it's like not that. I'm not saying I don't remember him being, you know, alive. I mean, I, he was alive, and then he was dead, but I don't remember when he went from one to the other. I have no, I couldn't even tell you what year he died. Frankly, I think he was on the set doing a movie or something.
4: It was like 2005.
2: I have wow. no idea. How, yeah, we were, it
4: was when we were on KOTK, I remember.
2: I have no recollection of it at all. I remember
4: where on I was KOTK, when... KOTK, I think it was after we were purchased by Intercom, but when we were in the building by ourselves.
2: I remember oh. when Waylon Jennings oh, okay. died. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Waylon Jennings died, I was in the uh, our program uh, director emeritus, uh, Bruce Agler's office, and uh, a guy named Ken, who was the uh, program director of KWJJ at the time, stuck his head in the door, and uh, he said, looking as he always does, like a male model, uh, Hey, Waylon Jennings died. Does anybody have any Waylon Jennings music? And I think somebody said, you know, you are the program director, maybe you can oh, find some.
4: I was way off. It wasn't two thousand five, it was two thousand three.
2: Two thousand three. Johnny Cash?
4: Yeah, September of two thousand
2: three. That's right, because we were going because Tim and I shared that prep area. Tim and I shared that prep area where uh where we I we used, know this sounds we used really to watch weird. The view. Where Tim and I would watch the view together. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow.
2: And then we'd have <laughs> Nescafe and we'd laugh, laugh, laugh. And then we'd knit. <laughs> All right, Are we are we at the end of the program or are we breaking yes. again?
4: No, no, we're at the end. Why does it have to be at the end? I know.
2: The event. end
3: always comes at the end.
2: I,
4: were you, okay, so why don't we talk well, about where we're... Well, that's
2: a fair point. I guess the end can't come at 5 a.m. Why
4: don't we talk about where we're all going to be when we're watching it?
2: Uh, um, By the way, somebody says the last thing Joyce DeWitt was in was a car while drunk. Bada bing. That is true. Thank you, sir. Come and knock on my cell. Moving forward, uh, so where are we going to be? Uh, you mean for during the Jackson thing?
4: Yes, I mean, this is going to be like an O.J. Simpson verdict kind of day. Like, where were you? I don't know. I don't want to
2: leave. Why do they always make us leave? Really, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, do they well, always make it's us leave? It's beginning smell to like to the 90s around here. Yes. Boy, you're, you're really batting a thousand over he there.
4: He really right? is. Uh,
3: so I try to be on my game on days like this.
2: Uh, so, Timmy, are you going to be uh, back home in your lovely uh, Tannis born egg? I guess so. All right. Sarah?
4: I'm going over to my friend Heather's house, and Heather and Kelsey and I are going to drink mimosas and watch uh, and eat Burgerville and watch it. There,
3: there won't be a big screen beside <laughs> the stripper pool for this?
4: Oh, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to pass on the stripper pool for Michael Jackson. All right. I am I, so excited.
2: I guess I'll be here, and then I... See, the thing is, I'm not going to be able to watch a lot. I have to, I'm going to be in the... Uh, uh, Beaverton, I'll be uh, taping Outlook Portland, uh, which airs on uh, Northwest 32, uh, Cable Channel 5, also known as the CW, Sunday mornings at 6.30 a.m. So, yes, I will be uh, taping that show, but here's the thing, I set my TiVo last night, and by set, I mean, I I made Lara do it, Uh, she was uh, watching something on TV, and I said, hey, I set the TiVo to tape that uh, Michael Jackson thing, and she said, well, starting when? And I said, well, it starts at 10 a.m. She goes, 10 a.m., I said, no, 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 it started at 8, so it's been taping at my house since 8 uh, and she goes, okay, so I'll stop it at noon. I'm like, oh, you fool. No, Just have it taped for 10 hours. So uh, it started at 8 o'clock this morning. It's going to be taped until 6 o'clock tonight. Woo-hoo. So I will have 10 hours of Michael Jackson coverage to walk when I, watch when I get home this evening. Uh-
3: so once again, the casket is being taken to the Staples Center. We don't know yet. Whether it's going to be by a motorcade or a helicopter, but there is a helicopter uh, standing by, and uh, plenty of cars to take it in the car.
2: It's going to be like the O.J. Simpson thing. It's going to be like a like the Bronco, uh, like the slow speed mm. Bronco chase. It'll mm-hmm. be just like the. Maybe they'll. Maybe this is when they'll bring that horse and the carriage uh, back into play because they had that thing. They had the carriage set aside when they were going to bury him at Neverland. So maybe they'll bring the. Maybe they'll bring the carriage back. Oh, it's too long to take it down the freeway. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just for like the, they could be like Rosie Ruiz. They could be, you know, they the, the, could like it, do the Ruiz thing of the, the just doing the final 100 yards or so, pretending it was doing it the whole time.
3: Well, I hope they're listening to us. All right. Uh,
2: by the way, this is a good uh, time to mention that uh, coming up on Friday, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, 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 speaking of television coverage, Friday, we're going to be uh, rolling out the latest edition of the KUFO Half Off special. You can find out more about that at KUFO.com. And this coming Friday at 9 a.m., among the things you'll be able to purchase at Half Off are gift certificates to the Agency Ultra Sports Lounge and... And saying it's a sports land, it kind of does a disservice to it almost because it's, it's way more than that. I mean, it's not like a sports land, which is, you know, a lot of times it's just some guy chewing in a cigar a cigar stub and there's three black and white televisions showing an Orioles game or something. This is TVs everywhere, screens everywhere, video games, all kinds of different video game consoles. And they've got, uh, you know, they've got sports games that are, you know, uh, archived. They've got uh, events from this week, from last week, from last month, last year. They've got archives, digitally uh, preserved archives of sporting events going back for more than a year and again they've got uh, myriad options uh, for your entertainment whether you want to watch a live sporting event whether you want to watch a sporting event from six months ago whether you want to play a video game doesn't matter they got that they got the full menu and it's just a great place it's right there in northwest uh, right across the street from a uh, pge park and the agency ultra sports lounge is going to be available for you to buy uh, gift certificates from this coming Friday 9 a.m. at KUFO.com uh, half off so like 25 we'll get you a $50 gift certificate but as of this moment right now we're going to give one of those way in advance it's Five zero three two two eight. 4101 503 228 If you are caller 10, you'll win yourself a gift certificate to the agency Ultra Sports Lounge. And again, this Friday, you can buy them at 9 a.m. at KUFO.com.
3: All right. Uh, oh, by the way, if you're not next to a television uh, set and you want to see the memorial service, you can watch it online on the KUFO website. You'll find a link for it at RileyLive.com. We'll have it live. That's right, Tim.
2: Go to RileyLive.com and you can see CBS's uh, ongoing coverage of the Michael Jackson event. We want to thank uh, CNN Radio correspondent Jim Roop today. So Kitty who who is inside uh, at the Staples Center right now, uh, she got one of the 11,000 tickets. We'll talk to her tomorrow. Don Taylor from Cinematical. Dax Holt from TMZ. Join us tomorrow when our guests will include Jim Roop from CNN, who will give us the lowdown on everything that happened inside. And from the San Diego Zoo, Joan Embry. Rick Emerson Show, produced today and every day by the lovely and talented Sarah X. Dylan for Rock 101, KUFO in the newsroom. Tim Riley on the phones. The PA is Greg Nibbler. The uh, webmistress is Bridget from upstairs. Uh, the And CBS Radio Portland marketing guru, Susan. Don't F with me, Reynolds, the gatekeeper. Dave's in executive producer Christopher J. Paddock. See y'all tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Be safe. It is Tuesday, July 7th, 2009, and that is the frequency. Kenneth.
1: Attention, broadcasters in the greater Portland area. Your daily show prep is now concluded. Thank you for listening.